You're listening to the Opie and Anthony channel on Sirius XM. The Ron and Fez show starts. Come on. Now! It's the Ron and Fez Show. We are live today, Thursday, August 29th, 2013. Big ups to Chris Stanley, bringing the blondie, uh, taking me back to CBGB's days, you know, like uh, that kind of pre-hits blondie. This is a playlist under protest for the goddamn blowhard from yesterday's show. Why under p- protest when it's fucking best... Uh, thing you've ever done. Really? I always felt the fish playlist for my birthday was the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> Too bad you missed that. <laughs> I wish you would have had the chance to remember it. From what I understand, rumor has it, yeah. it was a great playlist. <laughs> so Blondie, rocking the charts as artist of the day. Tip of the hat from one buddy to the other, Chris Stanley. To his brother in arms in rock and roll, the blowhard. Lord's a dick. Everybody knows it. Let's uh, not waste any time here. Uh, Johnny Manziel suspended for a half a game. Wait, what? This proves without a doubt the NCAA is the worst 
and stupidest of any organization out there dealing with sport. There, there can't be I don't know why you limit it. I don't know why you limit it to sport. I think that they're nuttier than Troma is at making movies. <laughs> Toxic Adventure is a tight end for fucking A&M. I have a game. I've never even heard of this before. I've never heard of anyone getting a half game suspension. What? What are they going by? What are they? What is warranting a half a game? What does it prove or teach anyone? Zero. It's it's fucking. It's it's arbitrary. This is literally the most arbitrary thing. That's I ever think been it would have been better if it was the second half. So you could play the first half of the game, but the second half you're out. Throw it up. Throw it up, Johnny. He only yeah. got this fucking half. It's it's actually it's disgusting what they're doing. Now, from no fault of his own, I despise Johnny Football just for being in that Tebow spot of far too much ink, far too much press. I just don't care. And he's like some rich kid dick. Like his dad's fucking, you know, oil money. He's a rich girl. He is a rich girl. And now he's a rich girl who's just fucking been devastated with a half a game suspension. Speaking of rich girl, loving what you're doing right now with the blondie. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Hell of a playlist. I'm not. I'm uh, not a fan. So the half game suspension is, I think, if I'm going to be honest about this. Yeah. A quarter too long. I could have seen if he had to sit out the first quarter. So he signs thousands of autographs on video. Thousands that are going to get sold. He got paid for it. And then, but a guy gets a car for his mom or whatever it is. So those guys at Ohio State, I think they got shirts. <laughs> I think that they got somebody at a store handing them shirts. Who's making the decisions on me? Who gets? <laughs> I'm doing it. Really, you're the head? Yeah, I've decided. Yeah, what? it's going to be me. And I just what I do is I am it in. Uh, here's uh, Chris. Chris, you're on the Run and Fest show. Ron, I'm with you. The suspension is way, way too long. Should be at most a quarter, maybe a series, but it really set the method. Well, the first thing that they're going to do is give up the kick in the first half. Like, no, we're going to wait for Johnny, so you guys take it. <laughs> we trust our D. It is certainly, it makes them look worse than if they did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They well, should have just said, we've got nothing on the kid. And we're going to drop this. Not, we don't have a lot on him, so we'll just have him sit out one half. We'll do the same. There, there wasn't anyone in that office who said this is going to make us look like dicks. There was two offices, A and M and NCAA, agreed on this. They're like, this is what should happen. A half of football is what we should take away from Johnny. All right, I'm reading some of the things that have come up here. Uh, more of a timeout than a suspension. The NCA made him an offer he couldn't refuse. No punishment, says Zell. Uh, Mr. Obvious just says gay. And that may be the perfect response to this. Um, and then Stewart just said, just play the... Just pay the players already. All right, Stuart Smith Radio has left the long correction. He does not agree with Bob's story that Bob put up there. Stu's pissed. I'm yeah. I'm going to say this without even reading through it. I agree with him over Bob because <laughs> Bob, during his entire semester, um, is one of two people who you'd have to say, "Oh, well, you better check his work because he's talking crazy." Um. 
And the difference with him is he doesn't go and grab a, another pop cultural reference to end the bit with. Oh. Um, here is uh, Keegan. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey. Uh, have you ever like actually heard or seen who his manager actually is? I didn't think he was allowed to have a manager if oh, you're in college. That's, that's what makes it funny. Uh, if you can find it on BuzzFeed, I think they had it. Uh, his manager, quote unquote, is like a guy, is like a friend in his twenties. Twenty-four mm-hmm. year old is his manager, and he is like this giant bro. I'm not kidding. Uh, it's like when Flathead used to manage me. I get it completely now. Um, Here's his manager, hold up a fat stack of hundreds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. So he is doing good work. Uh, here's uh, Andy. You're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, as an Alabama fan, the uh, only game on our schedule this year is Texas A&M, and this is starting to feel like Cam Newton all over again. If we lose this fucking game, I'm going to kill myself. So you're already worried about this game? That's already worried. what your focus is as a grown-ass man. You're sitting there worrying about Johnny football. I never, <laughs> I know, uh, people that are college football fans. One game can ruin their season. It's now, which means all but the followers of one team are going to have a ruined year. I hate giant football for making me pay attention to college football. I hate it so much. It makes no sense. But this is the year where they have the 14 playoff, right? This is when the, they have their bullshit fucking ranking. That I don't know. Fez Watley, I'm calling you in. He's the expert on college football. But now this has me concerned. He's locked up and looking up. Don't worry. We'll we'll Google. We will Google. But he was looking up to his left, and I'm like, uh-oh. It does not start this year. All right. There's huh? Fez Watley. Got it. Thank you. All expert. Right. Um, here is uh, uh, Dale in Florida. You're on the Fez show. Hey, buddies. Uh, yeah. yeah, here is the hypocrisy of that NCAA. Ohio State player sold pants and got free tattoos. We lost an entire season. Scholarships had to fire a head coach. And Manziel gets half a game. What the fuck? Now, are you guys sure that he got nailed with this? Yeah. They didn't have any proof. I mean, it's the even the half game suspension is the flimsiest excuse. The NCAA said Manziel should have known when he signed that many autographs they were going to be sold. I agree. So, so nothing even came up about him taking money for this. Well, who was going to say that he took money? The yeah. de- the um, souvenir dealers, the memorabilia dealers, apparently. And were why to- why would it be in their best interest <laughs> to say that? You know what I mean? Like, if I said, um, hey, uh, I, I've been noticing that this uh, that one of our interns is hanging out with Hicks, and they go behind the fucking building and smoke weed together, and he comes back and he smells like weed, I'm going to get Hicks to be the guy who rats him out? That doesn't even make fucking sense. It would not go down that way. So if the... Burden lies on, we haven't got the guy who's profiting off this to admit it. That's fucking ridiculous. That's like the worst detective work in history. That's the NCA's crack team. And that's how come we end up repeating what we hear on ESPN, as if that's a fucking plausible defense. Well, I heard the guy on ESPN say it. 
Of with. course that guy's not going to fucking give him up. Why would he? It's his livelihood. No one else is going to sign shit for him. I also don't see that as flimsy, because why is he sitting for a guy who sells autographs, <laughs> signing fucking autographs... In a hotel room. Right, without wondering what is going to happen to them. <laughs> yeah, he's not sitting at a high school signing autographs. He's not stands. at the mall for a pep rally. He's, a guy books him into a hotel room to sign fucking autographs for hours. Now, I'm of a totally different thing. I think you have the right to sell your own fucking signature... But I'm just saying, let's act like we don't know what the kid was doing. You know what he was fucking doing. Um, here's uh, Bruce. Bruce, you're on uh, the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, you just brought it up. He's old enough. Oh, God, I can't fucking talk to the guy. He changes his name every fucking day. Uh, Charlie, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B, this is all over because Johnny Football patented the name Johnny Football and it kicked off a bunch of eBay sellers off of eBay for selling non-patented gear and they all turned on him. They can't prove he took cash. I, I, what kind of idiot fucking copyrights his name as Johnny Football? It's one thing if other people were calling you Johnny Football. And by the way, the response there should be, please stop. <laughs> But he's, for you to go around calling yourself Johnny Football? He's the embodiment of the entire sport. He's the oh guy. Oh, my God. I hate this fucking kid. <laughs> I hate this fucking cube-headed kid. <laughs> he's a giant douche with a bunch of fucking giant douche posse members. I don't get it. They, I, I'd rather people turn back to NASCAR and stop <laughs> ignoring NASCAR. Either bang him for the whole fucking season or don't do anything. Come on, the NCAA loves fucking... They love catching people. They love it. They love fucking punishing fucking schools. They I love taking want, money out of fucking kids' hands. I don't want to bring it back to race, but I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yes, you are... Uh, uh, it is correct that they build this money-making machine around this kid and then say, oh, by the way, you're the only one that can't make money on you. It's infuriating. I feel like tackling them right now. By the way, did you see who's uh, shooting outside today? Oh. Michael J. Fox. That's bringing nice. it. And did you see who's uh, doing a play across the street from us? No, I'm not. You're going to be incredibly excited. Who is your favorite movie star in the world slash Twitter person? Oh, shit. New to Twitter, new to Brooklyn. Oh, my God, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart is across the street. Oh my God! <laughs> with his co-star, Ian McKellen. Holy shit! Doing waiting for Godot. This is f I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be hanging out on 48th Street. Oh yeah, you should be. Cause hey, Michael Shannon was walking up and down. I was like, hey Mike. Oh, hey I'm Mike. That, I'm, that's I'm, by the way, that's good producing. You don't try to book them on the show. You just try to hang out front, smoke, and see them walk by to say their names. <laughs> Hey, Michael Shannon was on the show. If Patrick Stewart has a band, he's fucking getting in here. I know Billy Crudup has a band. They had a hit called Fever Dog. <laughs> Fever Dog! Which guys like to come in? You and the dudes? That's really fucking cool. I love Patrick Stewart. I know you do. He's fucking great. I know you're mad for that man. He's my favorite Star Trek captain. Really? Over yeah. OG? Yeah, over I can't, even have, I can't even have this discussion. He's, he's my this favorite. will surprise you. I've never seen a Patrick Stewart 
Star Trek. Oh, Next Generation? It's no. good. It's fucking great shit. TNG. I do know that he says make it so because of that, uh, what do you call it, um, when he was on Extras. <laughs> His appearance on Extras is fucking hysterical. It was very funny. But then again, it was on Extras, which, you know... No one really went on that show and tubed. There was even a couple British guys that didn't know and I was howling at. I can't wait to fucking meet Patrick Stewart. What about Ian? You don't care about him? Of course I do. Gandalf. I thought he was Magneto. And Magneto. Those two fucking guys have really had a, like a nice late in life fucking career surge. Yeah, I think, and it's also like a, kind of like a bromance because they're both knights. They're both fucking British. Now they're both in this fucking play. They're both in X Men together. If I was knighted by the Queen, yeah, from that point on, I would only wear white satin. <laughs> you can get away with it. Here comes the knight in white satin. That's a giant football should wear. I just don't understand. I mean, if he's going to do it with someone, why didn't he do it with Captain Kirk? And let's fucking settle this thing once think, and for all. I don't think they want the fanboys in the audience. Cause yeah, the... there's not going to be fanboys <laughs> with those two together. Uh, across Doing the... a Beckett play, by the way, which is going to totally confuse those idiots. <laughs> well, yeah, cause when um, the girl from Game of Thrones was across the street, all the fanboys were there out there every Jacking. Fucking... Yeah, and they would go to the play, they get tickets, and then take pictures of her as she's fucking getting naked in the play for Breakfast at Tiffany's. They had to start just call that place Fanboy Theater. <laughs> Welcome to Fanboy Theater. J.J. Abrams is now in Wicked. <laughs> Val Gilmer is. That's going to be a hell of a play. I can't wait. I love the Patrick Stewart Twitter account. It's awesome. He does all sorts of crazy, quirky things. Now that he's a Brooklynite. Some people get their Twitter uh, paid heavily attention to. I never understand why, but... Well, the fanboy audience just gives him so much love, and it's just things they didn't expect him to do, so they're just fuck. they just love it. They just love whatever he's doing. <laughs> he's having matter. a bacon sandwich. <laughs> That's it's awesome. fucking true. Traffic does blow. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Patrick Stewart. You're the fucking best. Chris Stanley has put together a promo for us today, and this is going to be the first time I hear it. Two future Hall of Famers. Peterson is the tailback. He runs to a first down. He splits to the far side, and Adrian Peterson is loose. He has scored. Two chances to win. Ray Rice weaving through traffic, still on his feet. Ray Rice is going in. Touchdown. Eliminator. Handoff, Adrian Peterson. Eliminator pool for your chance to win a football signed by NFL MVP Adrian Peterson. The 2012 AP Most Valuable Player is Adrian Peterson. Pigskin pickup. 30 goal. Give it to Ray Rice. Right side, big hole. Touchdown, Ravens. And join the Interrobang Pigskin Pick'em Pool for your shot at winning an autographed football from Super Bowl champion Ray Rice. And that wraps it up. The Baltimore Ravens win Super Bowl 47. Go to theinterrobang.com for all the details. Sign up today. That sounds professional. Pigkin pop 
Pigskin pick'em. Pigskin pick'em pool. Look, I'm excited. I need to get that Adrian Peterson ball. I'm already got my eliminator game. I'm going on to the uh, Ravens uh, opening game against Broncos because I got to get it out of the way. I just got to go. That, that's fucking I just got to fucking jump in. You can't fucking no, do it that I got to. I don't want to. This is my chance to bet. My first fucking chance to get a bet out there. Why is it too dangerous? It's a nine-point spread in that game. That's probably the fucking pick of the week. I, I I couldn't do that. I don't want no part of that fucking action. Nine points at home, Denver, with uh, a uh, going up against a Ravens team where half of them are gone from last year. It's a little depleted. The receiving core is a little beat up. But you got to fucking believe in Joe And a Flacco. quarterback who doesn't need to fucking play for anything anymore. <laughs> He's done. Flacco's done. He hit the lottery. Yeah, immediately after the Super Bowl. The greatest. <laughs> is, could, is Could this be the greatest fucking performance in the Super Bowl ever? Has anyone ever been as great as Joe Flacco? Ever? I mean, the, the arm strength alone. Constantly hearing about how fucking strong his arm is. Like, yeah, we know. It's the fucking hit receivers, though. And then for a week later, Joe Flacco took the bus. Joe right. Flacco was... L- Looking at fucking turnips at the supermarket. Such a crazy turnover from when he was just hated and shitted on. Right. Every fucking He season. was Lindsay Lohan or Miley Cyrus for a week. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Now the Bronco fans are looking at a giant poster of Joe Flacco hanging over their stadium for the NFL's kickoff game. Which is really, really... Well, first of all, it's disrespectful to the Ravens that they didn't get to open the season at home. Because of the Orioles. It's not because of the Orioles. The Orioles were already there. Baseball season, it was scheduled. Yes, but they wouldn't step aside to let the Ravens... Why would they? Because it's for the community. It's not for the community. The baseball game is for the community, too. Why don't they move the game to another night? That's all they had to do. Because, that's, because this, is the, oh, this is the kickoff opener. Yeah, make it a Wednesday night. They've moved it before. Yeah. They, moved, they moved it last year, didn't they? Yeah, then it had something to do with an election one year, and they moved yeah, it. It's Obama's not a big speech. deal. I just think it's rude. And then to put up Flacco's wait, poster. Wait, wait. We'll go back. It's not rude to say to somebody, uh, I want you to fucking move, and then they don't do it. That's theirs. Would they ever move a football game so a fucking baseball team could go in? No, of course huh. not. They got their own business. I just think they should. the Orioles. There's plenty of Orioles games that you that get doesn't one even make Super Bowl s- champion opening season. It doesn't make sense. They're not even in the same business as them. That's like saying to a, a fucking guy, "Hey, we want to have a party in your jewelry store." Well, I do my business then. What's the big deal? You're in business every day. We schedule the we party. Want you to, yeah, we want you to shut down one day so we could have a party here. <laughs> you don't demand that of people. And you certainly, I don't think, call someone rude when they fucking turn down a request with their own business. When they could have moved. They're not locked into Thursday night. It doesn't fucking matter. There shouldn't even be fucking football on Thursday night. That's a good point as well. That's ridiculous. Just make it but the, we the already fucking... talked about this, what, fucking seven months ago? Yeah, when it was revealed. This should be the Sunday night game. It should, there's no need for a fucking Thursday night. Of course it should be the not. Sunday fucking That's not night the game. season opener. <laughs> and again, you're saying, okay, football is fucking written in fucking stone, but baseball isn't. The Orioles are in the Orioles business. 
I would think they were in the fan business, and I'm sure Ravens fans and Orioles fans are a lot of the same people. Right, and life is going to go on for both of them. Ravens fans are going to get the same amount of home games. It's going to be fine. And I like that Joe Flacco should have his fucking shit up there in in Denver. He won the fucking Super Bowl. Fucking Peyton Manning shouldn't be up there. He's a fucking choke artist. And it's going to happen again this year. They only put Peyton Manning up there because they know people are going to be mad at the Flacco. Fuck. Let's see. Look what it is. It's the H-T-G. Happy Thursday. Hi. Happy Thursday. We are, what, two weeks away from Denver, which I'm feeling like is the only eliminator um, bet you can make right now. you got to make the Denver bet. No, you can't. Get it out of the way. You can't make the Denver bet. Get it out of the way. I haven't looked yet. I haven't even looked yet. I can't. I don't like to start football before football starts. Well, that's a very good point. Let me let me grab them. We don't even know. There's someone could get hurt in the next two weeks. We we, we don't know what the weather's going to oh, be. Oh yeah, the Jets. Anything. There'll be more pain and, and injury to the Jets. That's just being a Jet. Is just you're guaranteed depression. I mean, I'm I'm really excited, but I also want to kind of make myself wait until it really is the first week of football before I even even start getting excited. Yeah. All right. The the Broncos minus nine is the biggest of the week. Right now, no, it's Buffalo. It's, uh, New England and Buffalo, ten and a half. I don't want to get rid of my New England already. <laughs> I, I'm done saving up. I have been knocked out too many times because I saved some team for the end. I never make it long enough to want to use those teams I saved up, so I'm done with that strategy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the good, the, whoever's the best for that week right away. Um. Where are you on this uh, Ravens? Well, I, ha- I haven't heard anything about the Ravens fans being up. You know, the, the fans in Baltimore being upset. Are they? No. Have I just missed it? Well, if they don't care, then then. It First of all, be there's fine. no reason that they should care. The the celebration of having the first game all exists in the NFL's head. You're going to see your team that weekend, no matter where they're playing. Uh, so the the fans aren't, and then the fans don't hate the Orioles. The Orioles are a, a much beloved fucking team there too. So they're not going to turn on the Orioles for not giving up a game. You're now, by the way, you're not also just asking the Orioles, but whoever they're playing that night. Yeah. I think it might who, be who also have their own way of fucking hotel rooms and planes. No, you don't. You don't ask that of another business. I think it it might have been different if it were New York, but um, I would have been different I, in New I York. Think that we m- don't maybe, share fucking stadiums no, like animals. I know, but if this happened in New York, I think people <laughs> might make a bigger deal out of it. And I think if people were making a big deal about it, they would move one of the. Well, games. here's the funny thing: I don't. They, they don't share a stadium. They share a parking lot. So the fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Jesus. So the Ravens act like we want your parking lot that night. We don't even want the stadium. It's. Uh, by the way, I think this was requested once by the Ravens and turned down and it never yeah. came up again. Yeah. This is the only place that gets any when fucking play. When the schedule play. got made. Yeah. When, uh, it was like, no. Or it was like, nope, not going to move. Well, if they're not going to move, they're not going to move. But again, if nobody cares there, I'm, sur- I'm not going to get upset for them. Are you upset that um, Joe Flacco's poster is up on another stadium? 
No. <laughs> no, of course not. Because it's just a party. If anything, that's sort of fun because, I don't know, you go <laughs> yell at it, throw things Look, at here's it. the thing. If they don't like that fucking poster up, they should have beat them last year. Yeah, they had every fucking chance. Everybody had, that was a gimme. That fucking Denver was going to win that game. One blown coverage. Like, huge blown. <laughs> like, real bad. They also didn't look good in that whole game. They looked like they didn't want to win. It's fucking Peyton. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what has happened over this last off season. And I don't know if it's because of what happened to our fantasy league or what's, you know, the way people are treating football in the news. But I am not finding myself as excited to go into football season this year as I usually am. Everybody over at the Renegade League is going crazy. I bet. We're already going through a couple of things. We've already had a party, pre-party. So you Wait, think if, if we still had a league, you think I would be more more excited? Oh, you'd, you'd be fucking freaking. Damn it. Like we are. Yeah, maybe playing I'm without not. a fantasy team just isn't i got to be trekking this year. This is your first year in the. Wait, you're officially in that league now? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Is there room for one more? There's a couple of people in the league I don't think deserve there, so you might be able to get. I might be able to get a couple of you guys in. Because if I can't get in, I'm going to be stuck playing that other league that you could play alone, you know, where. Oh, no. no I would be to willing that not salary to, cap thing. Yeah. And I would be willing not to play in our fantasy league if that brought everybody back because I ruined it last year. You're always willing not to put in. I miss the old days. Pat, so you're fun. on the Ron and Fez show. Pat. Hey, Ronnie. Sorry, buddy. Hey, on that O's game, uh, O's did everything they could to move it. The White Sox couldn't make it work. So uh, the O's did what they could. God damn the White Sox. How do they not lay down for Where? the mighty, mighty Baltimore Ravens? Where they get off, huh? Where are the fucking White Sox? Why are they in their own business? <laughs> It's like they got their own fans and schedule. God damn them. They're rude. How do they do? I don't follow baseball at all. Are these two, are those two teams Hold anywhere? Hold on. Right now, I'm in a trade with Liz Sets Fire. How's that? What did you guys draft? Like, what, the, what the fuck did this happen? No, this is just uh, albums. Old, oh. A lot of times, we'll just the people in our league, we trade CDs back and forth. Right. We're all very close. Sounds really fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's a ball. Like physical CDs? Yeah. And during the games, we're all on Skype. So we're just like yelling at each other, popping brewskis. Maybe the people in the ESPN um, contest league that are total strangers on that message board will want to trade CDs if I ask. Maybe you ought to do that. Maybe you ought to try yeah. to get that going as your sure. thing, like everybody's talking to each other. Some guy like... in like the other side of the world. Look, if it makes anyone fun. feel better. It's depressing. Look, because I, yeah. I feel kind of like I'm willing not to go into that eliminator pool. I'm willing to drop myself from it. No, you have to be in the eliminator we pool. We want it's you fucking, in. No. This shit is fucking No, I'm willing. Hot I'm fire. willing to step down. That's not fun. Uh -oh. Please don't pick the fucking Broncos Ravens game. Please, I don't want. I got look, to look. I've, I've I got to get it out of the way. I got to get past three, two weeks this year. I got to. I got. This is so fucking frustrating. HTG, you live in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Hoboken. New. No. A little further out. Something's further out than Hoboken. That's as far <laughs> as I've been in New Jersey. <laughs> it's just right on the edge. It's barely out of New York. I, yeah, you know what was weird? I went over there and I didn't see Chris Christie. I thought he would be standing right on the other side of the tunnel, <laughs> waving to people. He's busy. 
He's busy getting in trouble. You know what he's in trouble for today now? You remember the other day he got in trouble for hosting that... Um, Hosting the the fan that yeah. morning. Now he's in trouble. They're they're making them take down the um, stronger than the storm ads because he's standing in them like acting like come yeah. to New Jersey and they're saying it's basically a campaign ad paid for by uh, the federal government. It is. Um, I don't know whether you know this because you're in New Jersey, you don't see everything in New York. But so when he did the fan with uh, Carton and um, Boomer, Boomer wasn't there. Carton and Al Dukes. Uh, he filled in for Boomer. So he called some Jets reporter an idiot for the way he was treating Rex Ryan. The next day in the Daily News, front page, not the front page of the sports section, front page of the New York Daily News, <laughs> yeah. it says, Who you call an idiot, fatso? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even fucking making that up. Oh, and you're like, great. How fucking rude are these fucking newspapers in New York? Why would anyone want to do anything? Oh, that's fucking amazing. That's <laughs> Who so are you calling funny. idiot? Fatso. Yeah. Good. Good for you, Daily News. He's losing weight. But I know, and it's the one thing that you can still, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, these uh, heavy people get together and say we have a group because it's the one thing that you can still bust balls about. Do we stop using capital letters for things? No. Yeah, I don't use them. All right. I'm done with it. Does seem like a waste Forever? of time to use an extra finger. Ryan in Orlando, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ryan B. How's it going, man? So fucking good, man. Just cherry. <laughs> I'm going up to uh, Pittsburgh this weekend, going to the, uh, the Oddball, the Chappelle uh, oh, cool. show on, fr- on Friday night, and then a uh, Pirates game on Saturday, and uh, been using the uh, Pittsburgh the right way on the IB, and it's been great. Yeah, Pittsburgh is a lot of fun, man. Pittsburgh. Yeah, you guys got to get like a New Orleans the right way or something like we that. We got to, you know, we got to do Manhattan the right way, Brooklyn the right way. Cuba. We yeah. What we got to do is get the. Uh, no, we're never doing Cuba. Oh come on. Uh, we got to get the listeners back involved with some of the right way stuff because you always need local people to do that. During this um, quiet time, we were going to put a bunch of things together during Ar- Argus. We haven't. We've been. Slowing down, taking it easy. No. <laughs> no. Doing it the Chris Stanley way with herbs. No, not everyone's getting fine. Right. Bubble hashish. It does make that, you move a little slower. It's always nice. Smelling that hash yesterday. Oh my God, did that fucking smell good. I don't think anything. I wish uh, if a woman had fucking hash perfume. I'd be so fucking turned on. It's really good. Hey, has that not changed the way the smell of no. pot's changed? No. Oh, hash God, fucking smell. smells like hash. Well, you have you don't smoke anything anymore. No, no. But um, were you an addict? No. Just say if you're an addict. No. I'm willing to say I'm an addict. It's I not was, a big deal. All right, fine. I'm an, no, I'm not an addict. I just don't. Hicks is. He just won't admit to it. I'm I'm very functional. <laughs> he thinks the second step yeah. is not stopping. <laughs> He's powerless over his addictions, and then he doesn't care that he's powerless over his addictions. And then his third step is, I'm looking for new addictions. What do you got? There is hash perfume. Parfum hashish. That's amazing. Let's fucking order some. All right. I'll put it on Shelby and have him just walk around here in a fucking bikini for a couple days. It's kind of a guy (laughs) smell. I think it'd be better for guys. Very masculine. I think you're just going to smell like a Turk. 
There's, by the way, there's a uh, a thing in Turkey. I think it's up on the iBang now about the player crying. So this soccer player, his mom died, and the whole place chanted him, taunting him about his mom dying, and he's just bawling his eyes out. You guys just got to watch it. Jesus H. Christ. Sound up. Welcome. Oh, my God. But look, look at the hugs. So, yeah. A lot of hugs. But look, the other team feels fucking awful, too. Like, dude, I am so sorry okay. about oh, your mom. Him. Yeah, well, it's turkey. That's not gay there. Well, I, was, but, I didn't mean that it was a gay thing. Just you don't usually see athletes I know, just start kissing another athlete. You don't normally see sports in Turkey. They don't. They're, oh, I'm glad they gave him hugs and kisses. It's not helping. His mom's still dead. He probably feels chanting. worse now. Like, great, now I'm the guy who had to get hugs and kisses in front of everyone. Now watch what he's doing as they're fucking with him. He just does a fucking crazy move. He can't believe that it's happening. To hear people yelling shit about his mom. Yeah, they're ready to fucking throw down. Fuck. That guy's balling, man. He's really looking most of his shit. I just left it into maybe life doesn't mean as much over there as I think about every... Look, he does the funny kick. We don't even have that insult in our country. They would have let him score here. Well, that's, come on, let you have to special one. needs. That's special needs. No, come on, this guy's the man up. I'm the one who said it. I said his mother <laughs> fucking sucks cock in hell. That is me. Is that Turkish Earl? No, Turkish Dave. Oh, my God. There's no worse fans than the soccer fans, international soccer fans. I don't know if it gets as intense. Well, let's just right? say this. There's no worse fans than fans. <laughs> Anyone, you, you can never forget the uh, that uh, fan stands for fanatic. And a fanatic is a fucking lunatic. And that's why these idiots acting like they're upset about Ben Affleck being in a movie that they haven't even seen yet. That's all I want to talk about. It's just fucking... I hate this movie that hasn't even put together a fucking film crew. I fucking hate it. It's going to ruin the good name of Batman franchise. I well, love... Matt Damon was a total asshole. Oh, I was just going to say, I love what Matt Damon said. It's what? just Batman. What was said? It's just Batman. It's not like he's playing um, Shakespeare. And even that, it would be. It's, it's just a play. It's just a movie. It and you have your such a slap at Ben Affleck, too. No, because you have your choice of like 30 I, Batman things. We, anyway. we got to start with what was said. I don't know what was said. He started to say. Um, that Ben Affleck is going to be terrific. This is going to be great. It's not King Lear. It's Batman. It's within his range. I don't see how that's an, an, an insult to anyone. That's his boy. It's an insult to the role. It acts like the it's role, not an what, important role. It's, it's not, not an important role. It's a difficult role. You're Bruce Wayne and you're Batman. Even if it's difficult, it's if not it's, important. If it, if it was difficult... Would fucking, what's his name, West have ever been able to play it, but accept it? I could be Batman. Uh, anyone, anyone who could fit this. It. Anyone who looked like a, who looks like a playboy and then could fit into a suit and could play voice. this. So you're, ba you're basically taking people uh, that look like they could be rich and then also that they could wear a suit.
And Batman has kind of become this thing where every couple of years we're going to slide through another person. Another person's going to take a shot at it, and then we'll move on to someone right. else, which kind of takes away from the urgentness of it being perfectly cast. No, it's, it's the exact opposite, because then you could sit around and say, well, who do you think? Clooney, Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. and you could, you could sit and fucking rate them. Without it being a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's almost like it's a high school musical, and every senior will get their chance to play fucking Kaneki. Yeah, and if you you don't like this Batman, you can go back to the old ones or just hang around a couple years. There's going to be another one. I guess uh, with Damon, I think he's jealous he didn't get it. Wait, 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 I just thought of something. You said that you would never watch another Batman. But these things piss me off. You can't have it both ways. You said that Batman caused violence and was responsible for people being killed. Yeah, yeah, with the Joker killer. Right, so why then are you, this is important to you, who plays the next Batman who's just going to get a bunch of innocent people killed? But that doesn't mean it still doesn't drive me nuts. But you shouldn't be mad if it's being How can trivialized. How it drive you nuts if you already live it nuts? <laughs> it's a short drive. I don't think so. I think this next Batman or Superman is going to cause the Riddler killer. <laughs> it's like when you let your kid drive up and down the driveway so he feels like he's driving, but you're only going two feet. <laughs> No, it can't be that big. Of, it's, it's, it's it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And, you know, here's the thing. It's probably a big deal to... And they're acting like Twitter blew up about it. But what is that? 10,000 people, maybe, that are tweeting it? 20,000? The fact of the matter is they need millions of people to come out to this. So millions of people haven't made up their mind yet. I don't think it's an insult to Ben Affleck either because I, mean, I don't. If Ben Affleck thinks he's got some kind of super range that's beyond what normal actors have, then he needs to be insulted a little bit. He's not. He doesn't think that he hasn't done anything but take a role. Yeah, so he's not going to be insulted. I don't think he's going to be insulted by um, what Damon said. No, Damon is his buddy and said, "Relax." Damon's pissed because a lot of the comments online is Matt Damon should play Robin to Ben Affleck's Batman. I Thank you for pointing out that that's insulting. That's what the fucking truth is. You just said that it's not an insulting role, and then you know that that's an insulting fucking he, statement. Smith People can still see Matt Damon as a second fiddle to Ben Affleck. Um, that's a team. I don't think that's second fiddle. Adam, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, I wanted to point out, uh, Ron, what you uh, mentioned with the fact that uh, people kind of slide in and just all of a sudden, oh, hey, this guy's Batman now. You know, the same thing has basically happened for decades with James Bond. And when Daniel Craig was initially cast, uh, English people were freaking out about, like, the color of his eyes. And now, after the couple that he's done, he's being compared to Connery. Yeah, now they love him. Because the fact of the matter is... Just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean that you're in the business of it. You don't think that this big fucking studio who has got a lot of money in this didn't go around and test it and ask people. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is everyone knows that these guys could play Batman. You could take about fucking 
20 or 30 guys in Hollywood right now, and they could all play Batman. And what's more fun than when someone picks someone who you don't think will fit the role, and then they're great? Like um, when when Quentin picked uh, Jamie Foxx, I, you know, I, my you first were like instinct fanboy. was, you were this fanboy. is crazy. My second instinct was, I, hey, I trust the guy. He makes great movies. And he was right. It was aw- Jamie Foxx was amazing in that movie. Jamie Foxx uh, showed up at the MLK thing and got to talk like he was an ex-president. <laughs> It wasn't that and they White didn't House let down. that black senator come at all, which is really mean, it's just because he's a Republican. They t- actually told him he couldn't come? No, they didn't invite him. Do you need to be invited? Well, he wanted to sit up with the important people. He didn't want to fucking go stand. He should have just walked up there himself. And let, stood? Him, let them actually say, you can't come sit here. I dare them. No. That would be amazing if well, they actually told him, you can't have a chair up here. Yeah, they. you can't go to any kind of restricted area. He wouldn't have been able to get within eight blocks. But what you're saying would have been great if he would have went and stood next to the fucking pool and just watched it with everyone else. That would have been a really great PR move. And said, even though I wasn't invited, you know, uh, King means a lot to me. Even though I vote against black people every chance I get, I'm still showing up for this. But can you imagine how much fun the press would have had just to actually catch him trying to get through the velvet rope and them telling him no on that day? That would have made him look bad. It would have looked better if you just showed up and said even though I'm not invited I'm coming here um, here's uh, Marshall you're on the Run Fest show hey buddies um, I want to say something about uh, Batman real quick is there an easier role to play than friggin Batman here, let me let me be Batman for a second I, I'm Batman. I'm gonna get all the bad guys you're fucking good dude seriously yeah I think I mean, I'm, I'm fucking um, hear my arms stand uh, up right now just- Crazy Turkish uh, stuff about them making fun of this, mo- this guy's dead mom. Um, my son lost his mom like a year and a half ago uh, to cancer. And uh, one of the first things that we ran into is like, kids will use that shit. Now, not, I mean, he's eight, you know, so they're not overly cruel about it. But it comes up and like, you know, cancer jokes and, and this stuff comes up all the time. The first thing I had to start teaching is like, look, man, that's your personal thing that you went through. But, you know, you've got to just be strong about that. You know what I mean? you got to try to try to deal with that. Because that's going to happen. You know, that's how people can be mean, you know? Yeah. You know, no one gets what's happening with anyone else. They probably should. But we've moved beyond that, particularly in Turkey. If I'm going to be totally honest there, a lot well, of these people never, are using toilet paper. If I was that sensitive about my personal shit, because Jimmy's going to make a cancer joke or something, so what? That's my personal thing, you know? Right. All right. See you later. They're right next to Syria, for Christ's sake. Look at that. They share a border. We don't act like we're fucking, we messed up with our missile shot. Just light up and just, Yeah, just stadium. hit that fucking stadium and then say, oops, sorry. This is for your mom, man. <laughs> All right, we understand. But do it while everyone's in it, including the teams. <laughs> while the guy's crying, a missile just comes in. If um, if I were a huge Batman fan, I think I would be more upset that the last Batman has turned everyone into thinking that this is what Batman is all about. And I would be anxious to move on to anyone else who wasn't going to just talk like this. But you won't get off the Batman stuff at all, will you? No, I, I mean, you're just yeah. locked in. So locked. We moved over into Syria. We were actually sitting here debating whether or not we should shoot missiles. I missed that. Supposed to happen today. Supposed to go go down today. That's why I'm keeping CNN on. There's fucking jumping Joe Biden right there. 
He's uh, opening up a Winn-Dixie somewhere in Lower Delaware. <laughs> Shouldn't he be uh, on the Syria thing? I mean, you don't understand. He's so fucking happy, and he goes, "Let's be Piggly Wiggly," and his. <laughs> Joe Biden, you got to see the close-up of him. He's just decided to do his hair as yellow, not even blonde. He just got some yellow paint that he's dunking his fucking head into. God bless him. Man, Michael Keaton gave uh, the blessing to that. So did Val Kilmer. They all know it's no big deal. And really, everyone lost their shit over Heath Ledger. Everyone was crying and bitching. It's, it's, it's the same exact thing. Val Kilmer time. said anyone who's ever taken an acting class could play this role. Perfect. Done. Most yeah. of the time, you're going to be sitting there wearing a mask over your head. Ben Affleck's got a fucking Oscar. Uh, we do. If you go up there, we've got the first Ben Affleck um, with the Batmobile up on the iBang. I guess this is something they just shot oh, shit. before they hired him. Just the tension that you get from these movies is oh pretty striking. There he is putting it on. He looks good to me. <laughs> Right, there he is in that Batmobile thing, and he looks good. He looks good. How'd they get the CGI for this? I don't even think that's the Batmobile, though. That's like the Bat motorcycle. move fast. All right, I'm on board now, completely. Semi Shelby's in. Shelby, come in studio. Damn, this guy's good. <laughs> he is good. Fucking Ben Affleck. So I guess, I don't know whether that's an uh, exclusive. Seems like it to me. Because a lot of times these actors will, you know, go the extra mile to get the part. Why not just go where the part is? Why do they have to go an extra mile? Because they really want the part. They want to show how badly they need it. And Affleck fucking getting the, making a fucking, a bat cycle. I believe he did this on his own dime, too. Holy... Wow, this this guy's the guy. This is like the fucking Spider-Man kid going to that convention, dressed as Spider-Man, but better. Shelby, I'm going to ask you something, because you are part of what I like to call the iPad generation. Yep. And I call you that, because he doesn't go anywhere without his iPad. Yeah, it's touchscreen. Touchscreen yeah, Shelby. Yeah, it's constantly touchscreening. I have get these extra pockets tailored in. It's costing me a lot of money. Giant iPad pockets? Yeah. Wow. It's not a wise investment. Uh, something is going on in New Jersey right now where you could be held liable if you text somebody who's in a car and they text you back and get into an accident. Now, do you and your friends drive and text at the same time? I know a lot of them do. It's more than don't. Do what I do. Pull into a rest area. Do your texting, and then you're safely at 10 and 2. You pull back out, and you're on the highway. Every time? Six lengths. I say two keys, eyes in the road. <laughs> two keys, eyes in the road. <laughs> See, that's good. That's really smart. Now, 
You're in Jersey. Yeah. That's where this is going down. Yeah. And and I am um I am a texter. While you drive? Um it depends. I mean like not not when you're like in going through town traffic, but if you're in waiting for the Lincoln Tunnel traffic, yeah, I'll text or if there's okay. no one else really on the road, I'll I'm going to forward you something oh, that no. a young girl <laughs> said to a reporter right before she died, please tell everyone not to text. I've seen it. And that's what I was doing. <laughs> I've seen that. I've got it sent to me eight times, and it just tears my heart out. It's amazing what people believe. Um, the problem is I did go to Snopes, and it is not true. <laughs> but it doesn't take away the beauty of that story. That is, she laid there on the bloody ground talking to a reporter, Begging that reporter to tell other people not to text. You don't think it's dangerous to text while you're driving? I think that it is as dangerous as 50 other things that we do not make into a national news issue. It's as dangerous as reading a map. It's as dangerous as... Map? What year is this? Yeah, pe- look at, this looking is my at iPad. Di- looking at directions. It's as dangerous for some people as lighting a cigarette, as looking for um, a song on your iPod. We have... What I do, eating- if, I, if I want to change the radio station... I wait for a rest area, and I pull in. Uh, put, how many women? And then, I, and then I press outlaw country, and I'm back out on the road, 10 and 2. I'm always fascinated by, I've seen women driving, putting on eyeliner and lipstick while they're driving, and yet nobody has gone to try to make those things illegal while you drive. I think like anything else, it has to do with the driver. And the driver's use of common sense. Um, so, and, you know, and, and my big, my biggest problem with this law is that when I send someone a text when I'm not driving, um, I treat it very much like an email where they may or may not read it right now. And I'm not expecting them necessarily to read it right now. Even if I know they're in a meeting or unavailable, I might still send that text for them to check out later. It's up to them to decide whether to look at it or not. They don't have to. I actually like to practice calligraphy while I'm driving. And it See, that seems dangerous. Hasn't had any problems for me. Yeah, well, the yeah. other day I did like get somewhere, and there was like a Buzz Lightyear toy that was stuck in my grill. Was not there when I left, but <laughs> it could be unrelated. That's terrible. He might have hit a child. I'm against that. I'm kind of against that. Uh, Arch, how you doing, buddy? I uh, disagree with the. Uh with uh, Deb there on the, uh, that the texting is, is the same as reaching for a cup of coffee. I don't see uh, cars on the side of the road rear-ender from people reaching from coffee. They're, you don't? They're texting. No, they're texting, they're thinking about writing, they're spelling. Wait, before um, texting, ha- before we were able to text on phones, you didn't see cars rear-ended on the side of the road ever? Of course I did, but not like we do now. Yes, you absolutely did like we do now. I saw just, I saw, I, I, I haven't seen any more accidents now than, than we used to see. When I'm driving, and I'm, I mean, I'm on the road a lot, I see people looking down at all times at the phone instead of driving the car. Uh, plenty of people, do, and, and not just young people, a lot of older people do it. I, I see people doing all kinds of things in their car when I'm driving. But the point of the matter is, you got to get the fact that texting and driving adds a lot more danger than it didn't. This isn't even the point of this story. The story is, if you text someone who's driving, right. you're now liable. So if I'm sitting wow. at my house, and I text Arch, and he tries to respond to me, and he gets in an accident, 
I'm in fucking trouble now. Right. Oh, I know you're driving. Exactly. Well, that's it's insane. That's going to be part of the proof. You you won't be just be found liable just because you sent the text, but they will be allowed to bring you into court to sue you and say and try to prove that you knew. Um, but even if you knew, why can't you just? Why are you? Are you not also not allowed to send emails? Because most people can receive emails and yeah. respond to emails on their phones as well. I that think it makes sense. Too. Because you're distracting a driver. If you know, if, if if you follow the law and you know they're driving, it to me it's like shining one of those laser pointers at them. Except so you don't the, they don't have to answer, answer it. You don't have to answer the text. You don't have to read the text. You can actually even silent the phone. Yeah. Hide it, hide it in the glove box. You don't have to get involve yourself with the phone. My nephews actually they they have been raised to never text and drive and they they you know if I've texted them been like why didn't you answer me they'll say I was driving I don't even ha- I turn my phone off when I'm driving and I, I that's great. I'll talk on the phone when I drive but I will not text. All right Arch, good points. Um but yes, how can you hold someone liable for someone else's actions? It's up to them whether they answer their phone or not. Yeah, it's completely wrong, and 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 I don't see any reason why um, why anyone should be held responsible for that. And let, I mean, maybe if you could prove that someone was texting, God damn it, if you don't answer me this second, I'm coming after you. <laughs> Even then, you don't have to respond to an insane person. No. If you're acting insane to me, uh, and then I do something, I can't blame you for it. Later, I have to be responsible for my actions. There's nothing worse to me than when someone says, Chris Stanley drove me so crazy that I ended up burning my house down because he had me so upset. You don't have to fucking respond to Chris Stanley and his constant screaming. It's up to you. Right. And so, okay, so R said he talks on the phone sometimes. So what about the person who you're talking to on the phone who then makes you crazy so you you, you get frustrated? You know, maybe they're either, I don't know, talking dirty to you or starting a fight with you. That person would be even more responsible than a texter. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Oh, I was uh, just driving and texting. Um, I was going to say the most dangerous things in a car have always been children and pets. And there's never been a law against that. You know, I, I've had a two-way radio and all kinds of shit in my work vehicles for years. And all this new stuff about not talking on the phone and not texting, um, you know, it's a real, real pain in the ass for what I do because I'm constantly driving around to different houses. Um, you know, I think it's just like anything else. Some people can do it and some people can't. Um, the pets are very dangerous in the car. It, for me, as a kid, I knew exactly where to lay up against it in the back seat against the door where my dad could not reach me with his arm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like this. I'd just be crouched into an area. <laughs> the other thing I used to drive my dad crazy for is he'd be driving and I would jump up between him and my own mom and be laying across turning the fucking channel of the radio. <laughs> Leave it alone! I've got the Phil's games on! <laughs> now, at the same time, I did not have a lot of... Um, Room in the back seat because my feet were up on a cooler. Oh, a brewskis. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so maybe you're helping keep your dad alert. No, he was fine. A fucking man could drink and drive like nobody else. 
I, well, we but, look, see, but, but there are people who who can drive under different conditions. That's the Chris Stanley rule. Mm-hmm. There are people yeah. who, if it's a sliding scale, if a bug flies by them, they could end up in an accident. Um, Shelb, I got an email about you from somebody that was unmasked yesterday, saying you are the one person who looks exactly like their voice. No one else in radio has ever, like, that's exactly what I expected them to look like. <laughs> it's a compliment. What is it about us where we just can't hold the one person responsible? And when I say us, I mean the fucking hideous people of New Jersey. Yeah. And by the way, this has lit up the, the phone lines. People seem to be more into this than even whether or not the uh, Ravens I should have had to play in Denver. I don't know the specifics of this case that is making this happen, but I will guarantee you that the person who caused the accident didn't have enough money to make the defense. I'm sure that's what it was about. That has to it's be It's a really about. good point that you can get extra money. And that's why people hate lawyers, HTJ. Yeah. Because they will just, they're looking for money, not justice. This, so this is not a case? This is like a, a lobbying? Cause, or is it just some like a... Well, this is it's being put up so they can get the fucking money for it. I totally see somebody's parents suing on their behalf, you know, because they're really distraught about yeah, their Yeah, that's kids. what this is. It was a couple who was, who they sued a teen who was texting and ran into them, causing them to lose their legs, something like that. And then they also wanted to sue the person that was t- the other teenager that was texting with the driver. Ridiculous. By the way, they're not suing the teenager. They're suing the teenager's parents. This sure. thing gets us further and further away sure. it's not even... from fucking any kind of justice and just becomes about money and insanity. It's not, yeah, it's not criminal law. It's not saying that this person committed the crime. It's saying that you owe them money. Here's uh, Jeremy. You're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, I just want to say there's a couple case studies out there, one I think out of North Carolina and one from Ohio, that actually say that the, the texting laws have, have made driving more dangerous because people are holding their phones in their laps and set up by the steering wheel where they can see. Mm. Well, you know, but here's, yeah, I, and I, I, I would agree 100%. I think, because you're not looking, if you're telling me Chris Stanley can text and drive, yeah. I might believe you. But drive down I-95, and when you've got 50 and 60% of the people texting, sooner or later you're going to run into some fucking real trouble. There's no question that there's bad judgment being... There's a tremendous amount of bad judgment being used, and that's what... I, I, I'm not disagreeing that there are terrible accidents being caused you by You seem like you want to have the... You think you should want to take the radio out of the of the vehicle now? No. People's ability to have coffee? No, on the contrary. No and cup holders? A lot of people who are eating full meals as they're driving down the road make me sick. And if you're texting and you do cause an accident, I absolutely believe you should be punished for um, for driving without your attention on the road. You believe you should be punished to the fullest extent of the law? Yes, to the fullest okay. extent. Good. Death. No uh, and then we all agree that the person to be in text with is not liable. Fuck no. no. It's impossible to but fucking why, tra- if, tell. But if someone you knew, if you had a friend or a family member who no. you knew was driving, mm-hmm. why would you even want to do send a text at a risk that they would I, answer I, it? Do you ever text people at 3 o'clock in the morning not expecting a response at that moment, right? Yeah. That they'll see it in the morning. Yeah. A text doesn't mean this is an immediate thing. 
It's That's not a 911. Ultimately, it's on the driver. Yes, the they don't have to answer it, but it's still a distraction. It doesn't make sense. You don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's not up to you. Even if no, you know this is if you know that how can you the fucking wheel? know where they are? They could be at a fucking McDonald's at the time. They could be taking a piss. It doesn't matter when it happens. They can get back to you when they get back to you. And if you want them to, if you want them to see it as soon as they arrive, you don't know when they arrive. So you want it? You just it'll be waiting there when they get there. Let's be honest. A billboard is the most distracting thing on the road. It's amazing to me that not only do we allow billboards, but we allow them to become electronic and things that look like there's a person I, jumping off the top of it. Let's suppose this. Uh, I have, you know. We're all at my house, and Chris Stanley's leaving. It's late, Peace. and I go, "Call me when you get home, so I know you get home safe." A lot sure. of people do that. An hour goes by, an hour and twenty minutes. I don't oh, hear yeah. from him. I text him. It's up to him when he gets back to me. For all I know, he's in tra traffic or been in an accident. No. I'm never going to know when he gets home. Did he forget to text me? It's crazy to think that you could be sitting in your fucking house responsible for what other people are doing. And, you know, we trust that the driver of a car is not going to stare so long at a bumper sticker that they're going to drive, plow into the truck next to them or the car in front of them, or we would, or we would ban them. We wouldn't allow bumper stickers. But the reason we allow them is because we know that a driver should know he has to still be responsible to look where he's going. It really comes back to this weirdness, and we do it with the fucking so-called bullying and all that, right? that people are not responsible for the way they react to things. The same people who put out these articles of how bad bullying is have fucking attacked Miley Cyrus and are trying to slut-shame her for dancing around with a fucking finger. Same people who acted, uh, let's say the Daily News bitches about bullying, they call Chris Christie fat. fat now, does anyone expect Chris Christie to go home and hang himself? By the way, that's a possibility what someone could do when they get their feelings hurt. I think we would all agree it's a ridiculous one. Mm -hmm. But I bet Chris Christie was like, man, really? Do they have to... They got the surgery for Christ's sake. Uh, what I did had nothing to do with my weight. Nothing. But that's the fucking thing. We want to pick and choose when people are... Uh, we, we tell people all the time, take responsibility for yourself. But then we act like oh, they're not responsible for right. their actions. Right, and I want to be responsible for my actions, and I want to be able to text, hey, can you pick up milk on your way home? I mean, that's one of the great things about having a cell phone, is we're not stuck with, oh, I have to wait till you come home to say, can you go back out and get a carton of milk? You're out already. Pick me up a coffee. I, I think this whole thing is too fucking stupid. Um, here is uh, Craig in Oregon. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Uh, I just want to say, like, just because I drive a truck, like, 9 out of 10 people that go by me on the highway are texting. So it isn't just the one person that's texting that makes it so fucking dangerous. It's the fact that everyone, I mean, I'm seeing, like, 70, 60, 70-year-old fucking people driving down the road staring at their fucking phone. It's just crazy when you think about it. 
But can, can I just suggest something that maybe that, you know, that 60 to 70 year old person, if they weren't texting, is also not putting their 100 percent focus on the road. They're looking at some magazine that's in the passenger seat, you know, that they left on the seat or looking around at the sky. You know, like the, you're, you're talking about a person who is not focusing on the road and they should probably be penalized for not focusing on the road. So you, for you, it doesn't matter what they're doing. I think that you have to be responsible whether you're eating, drinking, texting on the phone, fo- whatever it is. You still have a responsibility to have enough focus on the road that you're not weaving. Ro- you're not. I want to set up roadblocks where we see if people have texts. This is, all right, this and is what, I'll go back and check their texts. <laughs> this is what the fucking court wrote. This yeah. was an actual ruling. The texter has a duty to users of the public roads to refrain from sending the driver a text at that time, which making people sitting at home have responsibility of over everyone on a fucking road. Everyone that you text, you don't know what they're doing. It's impo- It's literally impossible unless we're a fucking have a person has a GoPro camera strapped to their fucking head and they're streaming live on a fucking website. You know, we the, the one of the other things the court said was that um, they're going to treat this person like they would a passenger in the car. You know, if you were a passenger in the car, oh. but we don't even put this kind of focus and responsibility on other people in the car and their behavior toward the driver. Again, like if you were fighting, if you were engaging the person in a yeah, game, even a DUI, they don't take everybody out of the fucking car they just take the driver yeah they're not fucking taking the people who are drinking with them you know <laughs> right you took a sip so you're responsible he wouldn't have drank if you didn't drink it's we don't do that although they will go back and get a bartender for <laughs> giving out beers it's just more making people not responsible for their own actions like if somebody commits a shooting they automatically start blaming video games most of the time and but that is what starts it video games <laughs> do start it Call Every single person who's ever played Call of Duty has went in and shot up a school or a movie theater. Every one. I got the stats. Wow. That's 100%. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. Listen to that stat. I stand corrected. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're young. You're going to end up reading a lot more of these types of things. Everything is someone else's fault. And a lot of the arguments are, hey, every person's going to be slightly sharper if they don't have a distra- if they don't have that distraction. But that again would be true of any distraction, even your own thoughts. I mean, you could daydream. People that you, when you drive, especially oh, when you're in traffic, you you I do. you need to pass the time somehow, or you'll go crazy. Um, whether it's what you're listening to on the radio or I do a thing. My daydream is always killer car. I play a little game in my head <laughs> called killer car. I try to force people off the road. <laughs> and now people are saying you can't do that anymore. You, you can't play killer car. How about jerk the wheel? I forget that. That, that's what I do when I'm a passenger. <laughs> Why don't you play that other game you like to play called jerk the dick? Oh, what the fuck? You heard me. What the fuck? I ain't jerking no dicks off. All right, so we car. found out where your line is. So what? <laughs> We don't even seem to care about speeding as much as we care about this texting thing. Well, you know, someone could be going 100, and you find out your buddy was going 100 miles an hour down the highway in some fancy new car, and everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. You know, like that's, that's not true. Yeah. The law's not saying it was cool how fast you were going. <laughs> not the law. I'm talking about people's <laughs> response to it and people's well, reaction. That's because this is, no, but I've never heard anyone say something was cool because they were going 100. Oh, I have. And and, and hey. I've, had, I've also, if I, I 
I've been stopped at a red light and texting and had people who are crossing the street in front of me walk over to my window You're and yell me. that I, what? you know, how dare I put the goddamn phone down, who you think you are. I don't believe this story. They're walking and they care? This happened within Where? the last two weeks. You must be the worst driver ever. I was stopped at a traffic light. This guy had not seen me Was it in the city or in New Jersey? No, this was in New Jersey. God, Jersey's nuts. And he was screaming, and I got so mad. What was, was this? Screaming Hoboken? back at him. Uh, South Orange, New Jersey. I've never been that far. <laughs> it's far out. What's that? <laughs> Sir, do you know how fast you were going? It was 100 miles an hour. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I got to write Whoa. you a ticket, but... Not the police. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't tend to shame people for other things the way you will shame someone, you know, if you saw them holding their phone in their hand. And by the way, I've never... my radio is on my phone. So sometimes when I'm pressing my phone, I'm changing the radio no, station. No, it's irresponsible. It's no different than pressing the damn button on the console. Except for, like you said, somebody said before, I don't, it's better if it's not in my lap. It's better if I am holding it by the steering wheel and not hiding it because I'm not, you know, my eyes can still see everything on the road. Got to get Google Glass. That would so be They're going to ban that too. As soon as I, I don't get that since I found out that the, guy, the marketing manager ran off with the guy who started Google. I was in the paper today. What? I don't know. They're like a, they're a little couple. No, so the 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 marketing manager behind Google Glass ran off from with the guy who started Google. There's his pictures. It's oh. all over the world. I nice. thought you guys would know about that. Apparently, you don't keep up with the news. Uh -uh. <laughs> Some people don't keep up with the news. It's too busy texting. That's bad. Strangers have to start and attack you for it. Good for Sergey. <clears throat> Is that his name? Yeah. What is she? Is she her, it's like an Asian thing? Yeah. Or Amerasian? Asian. She looks so I need so a little Amerasian. Doesn't she look like such a future girl? Actually, Asian, but last name Rosenberg. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, good. that's interesting. That's Amerasian then. Kamiko <laughs> Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like sushi and bagels. Eurasian. Delicious. Like I think really I fresh saw her in Cloud Atlas. Now you're a giant ACDC fan, right? Massive. We have the best ACDC cover you will ever see up in the iBang on the iBang viral today. This blows away anything ACDC have ever done. She is amazing. Prodigy. Uh, it's better with the sound down. But, alright, now of course she has very large breasts pressed up against. Now, here's the game we're going to play. Does she realize that's what's making this a big viral video, or does she not know? She is. She's like, I'm going to put this out and everybody be looking at my cleavage. Or is she just really there to, to rock and want to be saluted to? She's looking for the salute. She just wants to show her love for ACDC. She doesn't so realize. she doesn't know that she's looking that way. No. What do you think, HTJ? You know I, girls. I think that she's good enough of a singer that she would believe that she was getting the attention mostly for how awesome of a singer player she is. Not her breast. Not no, her... I do think she purposely, you know, she. I think she only did that because she wants to say, I want to look my best. But I don't think she 
I, I think oh, she would have chosen different clothes if she thought it was only going to be. She does look her best. She does look her best. She looks good. Happy Other than a pair of pasties. Happy coincidence. I, she doesn't realize those bouncing tits are fucking getting the hits. I don't think. I don't think she knows. Yeah, if she didn't, uh, she would just skip the song, just <laughs> be dancing around. There. But I think she's so innocent and just pure. Yeah, pure. She would have a bikini top on if she were doing it. She yeah. basically does. No, that's a dress. She can't. She's that's just like a tank it's top. tiny straps. Everything's pushed up and together. Mm. She straps. totally knows what she's mm. doing. The way you're there. saying that, Fez, is very hot. Tiny stra- it's a she's tank doing top. that because she's compensating for any lack of musical ability. She's Are you listening? No, to she is really good. She's fucking better than ACDC. Angus Young goes straight to fucking hell. Which one is he? Is he the first one or the other one? The little one in the school outfit. Yeah. Oh, so he's the guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. She could have easily orchestrated the nip slip here if she was just about the food. Good point. Good point for the next one. Shit candor. I could have been a little, just a barely. Yeah, they don't like they don't like a nip. Are you saying just the shadow of one? Yeah, like just a slight shadow where you have to hit pause and look really close. (laughs) I'm zooming in. Good work, young lady. Looks like Shelby's texting during the show, and that's dangerous. <laughs> Her name's Jess We're on fire! We're burning! My legs! Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is somebody else's fault. Not my client, but the person that texts my client. His own mother! She's gonna do a hard time. She could have been in like uh, a video that they did maybe like 10 years ago. It was just them in a Jeep, but then like they were driving through a city. It might have been like a Hummer that had like no top on it, but then Angus Young started like playing guitar. It's like a solo, and then for some reason, like water started shooting out of the end of the neck of the guitar <laughs> just all over women like a wet t shirt contest. Fuck. Look, she she doesn't she doesn't realize. You know why? Because look, she has the fucking get lucky. She's covered get lucky, and those tays are still bouncing. All right, turn it up, please. She's wearing the same thing. No, no it's purple. It's ruffled there. got like a million seven hits on this. Now this is off of her new album called You'll Want to Jizz All Over Me. <laughs> and I think it's going to be a big seller. Is that a double album? I just think all the views are coming from old Dylan fans <laughs> who like that she's not going electric. Smart. Um, Al in Kansas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, of course she knows. She's holding the guitar too far back for the seated position. Yeah, but uh, look at this one. Just call me maybe. She's but where she's holding the guitar is kind of covering her breasts a little well, bit. Well, it's where you want your dick to go. Oh. <laughs> Which is her live album. This is where you want your dick to go. She should play the clarinet then. <laughs> she's good. She's not even trying to mic herself. She's singing off mic. It's all about the her guitar work. tits are closer to the mic than her mouth. She's at an airport. 
<laughs> She's good though. I like She's it. She's got a lot of range. Why'd she even bother putting makeup on? Alright. Dan in San Francisco wants to know this. Should 9-11 be responsible if an Amber Alert text message distracts a driver? How are you going to uh, get Amber Alerts? I've been looking for Amber everywhere. <laughs> wow. I'll just scream at people. Um, I'll scream at kids. Are you supposed to be with this person? Is this your dad? Come with Do you know what my favorite texts to get are while I'm on the road? Oh, uh, boy, that eight thing that looks like a penis is coming up. <laughs> no. <laughs> Avoid the parkway. There has been an accident. Go around it. Here's Go this way. There's no traffic there. Why aren't cars just fucking careening off the road when that happens? I do that to other drivers. <laughs> I'll just text over. Maybe we should start putting our text numbers on our fucking car so people can text us. Yeah. You blow. <laughs> Why the fuck did you cut me off? Get out of the left lane already! What are you doing? You're going so slow! <laughs> I would love that. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Mike. Lost you, buddy. Uh, here is uh, our buddy GVAC. Hey, GVAC. Hey, guys. Uh, Ronnie, I decided to do some investigating last night, and I watched every single one of her videos purely for, uh, you know. Sure. Scientific <laughs> and musical. And, and, and every single one, she's wearing a slinky top. There's, this, she, there's a song she does called Domino. It's not the Van Morrison one, which I was hoping it was. But yeah, they look uh, especially spectacular in that particular shoot. But in every single one, the camera is totally perfectly centered on her tits. It's hysterical. She cuts off the top of her head as long as that camera is centered right there. <laughs> and the guitar, no, too. No, it's just bad camera work. It's a really good point. <laughs> She's my favorite guitar player in the world. Move over, Clapton. I got no more time for you. Same here, brother. <laughs> she makes Trey look like shit. It's a little lopsided in this one. All right, G-Vac. Peace, buddy. Now, here's the thing when it comes to being responsible enough. You can't talk on the cell phone in New Jersey either, right? You're not allowed to... I think you can on speaker, hands-free. Well, I suppose it's... But you can't just sit there and have your thing up, right? Right. We do a call-in show where a good proportion <laughs> of the people are driving. You just heard GVAC driving. Am I responsible for whether or not I talk to him? Don't take his call. <sighs> Sir, Screen can you him out. somehow prove to us that you are a hands-free caller? And then I'll put you through to Ron. Everyone has to say they've pulled over before they can talk. You have to sh You have to now send us a picture of you in a rest area. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rest area line. One eight hundred West area. Toll free rest line. She's amazing. By the way, I also don't know why. The act, I mean, the act of dialing is the distraction. I don't know why holding a phone to your ear is a problem. I mean, nobody drives with two hands on the wheel. Ten and two. Nobody does. Not Responsible since, people do. Do we know any? She probably does think that it's because of the music. Like, if she saw this post that just says the best ACDC cover you will ever see. It doesn't even say, like, hot chick plays the really great <laughs> yeah. cover. But That's true. Discussion. So you're saying that the that you disagree with the post itself? 
that the post should be different? Should it be like you're Ben Affle- This is Ben Affleck um, as Batman. Yeah. Isn't that yours? No, I'm. I don't. That's... Everybody wrote on there that they thought that was one of your jokes, though. Go to the Ben Affleck thing and read it and see if it doesn't sound a little bit like him. We're running a little slow on these computers today, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to see this cover. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even fucking think of that, Chris. Yeah. I got to keep it quiet when we got big giant tits over on the eye bank. <laughs> oh. But when, when you get the chance. Any post with boobs automatically is in that little list of most like the most top post. And there's a one the other day and the there's they're completely blurred, but it's still like the top post. <laughs> you gotta put in there uh tits asshole pussy. <laughs> nipple nipple alert. And it actually outscored uh hey, new readings by Jesus found. <laughs> And he also left some schematics for spaceships for us to get off the uh, planet. Jesus is proven to be an alien. Wait, hold on. Tits, asshole pussy? I'm going to this. I'm going to this. Even though I'm driving, I'm still going to go to it. That's what they should do is sue any website that people are looking at. Just sue everyone. And sue everybody for everything. Well, look at Sirius First Lady. Fashionable. Shoulder pads? Where does she get a missile in the back? Oh, they're gonna fucking rain fire down. Hmm. And that top really brings out her eyes and no regard for human life. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really care that much. There was uh, the Kim. What is his new name? Kim John? Is this Kim John Un? He had his ex-girlfriend put to death. Oh, Jesus. Why? Why? It's just direct. Sorry for fucking shit. That's why. <laughs> he could just at least put her in a fucking work camp. Yeah. Put and to death? Then he knows he's out there fucking around with other dudes. <laughs> fucking shit. Let's put rain some shit on them, too, just for fucking Ung's goddamn ex-girlfriend. Well, we can't because Rodman's working on something with them that he thinks is a breakthrough. Oh, good. Yeah, it's working out. They sent a comedian to, like, some work camp, like, about a month ago, like, and it wasn't even, like, a comedy club gig, which they probably don't even have there. The The government told him to perform at this massive, like, community government-run farm, and then they didn't like a joke that he did, so right when he got off stage, hauled him off like a coal mine or something. Yeah, everyone's done gigs at bed. Uh, look who it is, Cigars and Scotch. Yeah. Saw those videos? She knows what she's doing to me. Oh, stop it. <laughs> she's asking for that rape. Stop it. That's <laughs> no. not you. It's not an accident. Not, this isn't you. This is one of your characters talking <laughs> this way. You're a good person. Not around her. <laughs> okay, geez, I'm going to let him go. I'm going to let him go. I'm really starting to believe it's real now. Maybe it's the Cigars and Scotch was always a character. Oh, no. Oh, can I talk to your daughter, please? <laughs> no. No, you can't. Um, Paul, you're on the run of face show. Hey, guys. I don't know how the laws work in your state, but here in the state of Illinois, 
you could be held liable for, for example, let's say you have a party at home and you yeah. have alcohol and somebody is drinking at your home and gets intoxicated and you let them leave or they leave. They get in a car and get into an accident and kill someone. Here in the state of Illinois, you will be held liable for letting that person leave your home. You know, let me just tell you this. I've had parties at my house when people had too much to drink, and I fucking talked them into drinking and driving. <laughs> also, they wouldn't sleep on my couch. But I did that once, and I still feel bad about it. I saw someone leaving my fucking house hit a mailbox on the street. <laughs> and I was just, like, doing that fucking wave, like, all right, I don't know, man. He's pretty fucked up. He ain't going to make it. Just see him fucking scraping park cars. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Stay awake. Stay awake, dude. You're going to do it. You're not a pussy. Man up. Man up. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Yeah, there you go. You're all right. There's nothing worse than that person who got way too drunk at your party going, I don't know if I should drive. Because no, you know, I'll tell you what's worth. You waking up and seeing that motherfucker in last night's clothes. <laughs> Sitting at your kitchen table. Smoking a cigarette. I don't even remember what happened. Just get out. It's the person you <laughs> never really invited. It's white out. You're a scumbag to me now. <laughs> You're filth. You're a stranger. No, I don't have any more blow. <laughs> Done. No, I don't want to go to breakfast with you. You know what we need is eggs. Eggs. <laughs> so cool we don't have to break it all today. No, we have to break. We should Why? Break. We should break. Got a nice regimen of breaks. <clears throat> That's Watley on fire today. How you feeling, big cat? I'm a little nervous. Very tense. Because of him? It's, it's fucking Shelby's fault, isn't it? Why are you nervous? I, I don't know. It's just no control over it at this point. Did, did the blowhard conversation go bad last night? No, it was good. It was we talked for probably about an hour and fifteen minutes. Well, wow. how come you're still nervous then? I guess it just hasn't taken yet. But I'm going to keep talking to him. Hmm. Maybe we got to have him talk to Patty tonight. She's solid. Solid as a rock. She takes care of business. She's the beat. I know. She said, she told me, it's funny that you brought up she takes care of business because yesterday she said to me, it's as easy as fishing. You can be a musician if you can make the sounds hard and mellow. Then she told me if you get a secondhand guitar, chances are you'll go far if you get in with the right bunch of fellas. She's right. She makes that up herself. I wish I was a producer of that and go like this. Uh, guys, are you sure these are the lyrics you want to use? I mean, you got a nice little hooky song here. Uh, the lyrics are a little stupid. All right, no talking you out of it then. All right. Um, and you also, if this is a title, you left the G off of Taken. <laughs> oh, you just want to do Taken. All right. I call this I made everyone laugh with Fez break. <laughs> they would not have done that in the Google age. 
and that one you have to Google twice because you didn't know if they officially spelled it with a G or not. Oh no, there's no fucking G. Counting his favorite sons. Frank, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, you guys are talking about Patrick Stewart and waiting for Godot. Yeah. Fez is Godot if Godot showed up. And he pulls away, and he's silent. You guys bust each other's balls. But Fez is still the number one subject of your show. So what if Godot showed up? That's your show. Can I tell you the truth? Not only that, Fez is the number one subject of my life. That whoever I talk to, um, fan, fem, family member, member of management, they just say to me, what's going on with Fez? Well, has he tried this? Well, and I mean, I'm not even fucking making this up where it's like kind of. I mean, it's every conversation that I'm in. So it's always the advice show for you? Yeah. Oh, my God. But people are fascinated. With Fez, people who do other shows here. Uh, that's fucking crazy. Somebody who does one of the Ann shows said to me, "He, I guess you don't want him to leave because that's the brand name too, right? And this is a guy who's been doing radio for a long time. Yeah. And I'm just like... I can't believe I'm in this conversation with you. I'm not discussing this yeah. with you, dude. Come on. That's but it is amazing that he's the number one subject of anything in my life. He is Godot. Now, I'm writing a play right now. I call it Waiting for Gilbert Godfrey. And I'm hoping... <laughs> Will there be pizza? <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to call him right now. Oh. Cool. Mm. It's ringing. Gilbert. Hey, ma'am. Uh, who did you want to be the new Batman? Affleck! All right, here's what we ought to do. This is like a little stupid thing, but did you see it coming? or No. Did you have, At least when you heard Batman, you know. That's no. where I was going. All right, Shelby saying yes. How quick did you realize, Shelby? Like halfway through Bat. Okay, so Bat. And I had to get to that point that you know that I was going for the hackiest, stupidest joke in history. Anything you want to add, Goodell? No, I didn't know until you actually said Affleck. No, I didn't mean about that. I meant about the other conversation that was about you. No, just to apologize. We don't have to break it all today. We, we Why do you to, want to break so much, dude? We, we need to break. We Why? Need to break. It's not even fucking one yet. We need to break. I'll break and stay broke. How's that? <laughs> what what, what is the break. extra stuff today? We got to learn how to hop over fucking commercials. What are you? Uh, what are you so hung up on? That's gonna be part of it, hopping. Yeah, but we need to break. What's the bet that we tied in with the eye bang on that? We have never talked about it. Huh? Never got there yet. Well, right now, today, it's only pre-recorded stuff and already in the spot blocks. Nothing live. 
All right, uh, I guess we'll break and I guess go to best stuff because I have had it with Chris Stanley. When we come back, it'll be a best stuff. It's the Ron and Fez show. The Ron and Fez show on the Open Anthony Show, Sirius XM. <laughs> You've been warned. Ron and Fez show, it's December 7th, 1998. <laughs> what the fuck? It's nice out. I think Guns N' Roses are going to be the best band of all time forever. I love not having a lot of security at airports. Oh, it's great. Well, San Francisco's going to win another Super Bowl. I hope there's no earthquakes during the World Series, though. That would really be bad. Uh, no one's running for a 1988 fax, so I think that's the end of it. All right, Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Chris Stanley, you were bringing up to me during the break, you were jealous of uh, celebrity. I just read this. Um, someone spray-painted, Ross is not cool, next to one David Schwimmer's Newly built six-story townhouse in the Lower East Side. Jesus. The friend's money must be unlimited. Because I didn't think one dude, this is just David Schwimmer's house, can buy land in New York City, Manhattan, Lower East Side, knock down a building, and then fucking build his own fucking residence. Like he was in the suburbs somewhere. I just, it doesn't seem fucking real. Like, how much, it must be hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, it, it's crazy. The weird thing is, is they all divided it equally. And <laughs> so if one of them could have been the friend, yeah. they would have really be rich. But that show has been on, you know, every night forever. And they know that they can still bring it back and have a number one show with it. Like, NBC begs them all the time, let's just bring the show back. And they start to think about it. Well, they, they there have... used to be a thing for a while that people would act like Jennifer Aniston was a jinx. This fucking movie, The Millers, that no one that I know has seen, None. is going to cross $100 million. What? That fucking movie with her and Sudeikis? Yeah. It's going to cross $100 million. How? Is it fucking foreign? Because she did a thing where she's acting like a stripper. And every guy's like, you know what? Here's a family movie. Hon, get the kids. I'm taking everybody to the movies tonight. For Aniston in a goddamn bikini. Or yeah. in panties, bra and panties. There's hardcore pornography where you see fucking penises going to fucking vaginas. They don't know those girls, though. <sighs> Anthony Weiner's chick fucking did a porn. They know her. Cindy Leather, she probably has fucking HIV now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe they don't know her as the girl next door. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the thing is, Jennifer Aniston is the girl next door. No, she, bullshit. Jennifer Aniston's the girl next door. She's some fucking ridiculously hot woman that was on television. All right, but here's the thing. Like I said, what Fez was asking yesterday about Miley Cyrus. And I was saying people aren't comfortable. He's saying, why do they get mad at child stars for doing this? Yeah, yeah. And they're not comfortable when you see a kid grow up and do it. Just like if you went into a fucking titty bar, you're comfortable because you didn't, you don't know this girl's past. Mm -hmm. But if she was your friend's kid or your fucking went to school with your niece, you would be like, I don't really feel like I can sit here. This is <laughs> creepy. I've moved in the creepy zone. Jennifer Aniston was the exact perfect age to watch her go from like 21 to 40. Where people are still like fucking hot for her for like nineteen years, and she still looks great. I mean, that's she that still looks fantastic. Video. Yeah, fucking ninety-three million dollars. God damn, where the Millers? Uh, Dan in Alabama, you're on the Run of Fez show. The the movie is actually pretty good. I swear to God, we went and see it. We went to see it. And I, I, I didn't. I swear to God, the movie is actually enjoyable. I mean, you have to accept the fact that it is what it is. I mean, it's a silly, retarded ass comedy. But I promise you, Hicks will love. Hicks a fucking pothead. He will love that shit. It was silly. It was funny. It's actually worth watching twice. It's, but it's how could this be bigger than the Seth Green movie this year with all the? Is it Seth? No, Seth Rogan movie with you know all the dope jokes in there. All the comedians are together. It's very, very funny. This movie is going to be bigger. There's this R. I don't. Probably PG-13. Yeah, it's probably PG-13. God damn it. It's fun for the whole family. I don't want that. And by the way, you brought up like brown panties. Look at the panties that she's wearing. They're like boxer briefs. It's not like a bikini cut. Come on. Jennifer Aston's sweet, tight body can still put asses in the seats. She's big. So if anyone ever tries to tell you that she's box office poison again, slap them down. How much money has this thing made? $94 million. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No one saw this coming. In three weeks, maybe two weeks? I don't know how long. It doesn't matter how long. Money's money. <sighs> Got to get paid. It's R. It's an R. Wow, it's an R rating. Holy shit. Uh, Rich, you're on the run of Fest show. Rich. Hey, Ronnie, if you got a question for you. Yeah, what do you want? What's up with Fez? <laughs> Blowhard said something to him last night that's making him slowly hit a fucking promo thing. But Blowhard must have said something just awful to him that made him nervous and locked up today. Did he drop an M-bomb? And then also he's got the Shelby fucking problem, because Shelby's over there being a fucking joke machine today. He's hearing the footsteps. It's my, my bad. Oh, Holy shit. Motherfuck. <laughs> hey, um... Holy fuck. Speak of the devil, and he'll show up. It's the Brooklyn Blowhard. Boy, today's a cavalcade of great music. Great best playlist ever. Yeah. And whatever. then you go and you play some BTO, and I'm hoping to hear some <laughs> Guess Who a little later, maybe. But These eyes. rocking it today. And Fez, Fez, we had a great conversation last night. Amazing conversation. You know, he opened up, we talked, we, we have a lot of things in common, and uh, very glib, and it was very enjoyable. I'm always, I hear the same thing from 
Paulo, it seems like we got to start recording these nighttime conversations. That's where he's involved. He's very affable and very knowledgeable, and yet he still doesn't want to do it on the air. And I just said to him, you know, just pretend it's like WWE and just it's go in there. not that I don't just... want to do it on the air. But you so, but Fez, you offer so much, man. You, like I said, we were talking last night from A to Z on every topic, and it's like the world's fastest, it's that fastest hour in radio you, we talked about. It's like, you know, the guy, you know, he really knows what's going on, and he's, you know, he's got a lot to say. So You think I, that's the key? Fastest hour? I think it is. I think that you guys should just throw Hicks out of the studio. What, what the what the fuck is your problem? Turn, with the, turn the phones asshole. off, and you guys just get the headlines and just do at least a half hour for starters, and bad. just go through topic. What we could you know. do is just call it the wire, and we'll go through the wire stories very very fast. Perfect. But why does Hicks have to be out of the studio? Because he because you can't have three people. You need two people. Mm. Could Shelby still be in here? Uh, if he's quiet. All right, so what we're learning is the problem with Fez yeah. is Hicks. Wow. And that hurts yeah. you, Hicks? It hurts me a lot. Fucking blowhards. You just come no, in and fucking Hicks bust my app. fucking balls. The fastest radio requires two people. Why? It's like point, counterpoint. And you can just go Dope and you can point. do some drops, do some music, you know, go get a sandwich or something. Whatever you, know? you I have do. a fucking job not going out getting sandwiches. <laughs> but if you're going to get something, give me an example. Two people, <laughs> yeah, point, counterpoint. Sure. It doesn't involve a third party. Hold so on, Hex. Yeah. outside. Oh, yeah. look, I changed my mind about this. Turkey Club. I thought maybe I could be in studio for it. No, but it's a big decision. You understand my no tomato rule, right? I I, I know. I'm well aware. It just fucking just soaks everything in tomato. Thanks. I just end up tasting a tomato sandwich. Oh, you're making a huge mistake. Egg salad. And don't forget, Ronnie B., me and Fez got some business opening day in the NFL, so we got to talk about a wager. Hmm? With my Jets, who are going to probably win three games against his Bucks, who are on the rise. So now, did all of this go a lot more back and forth last night? On the oh, rise, yeah, except that they all have MRSA now. All right, there's one of the facts. That wasn't yes, a paper that's what I mean. He's following the NFL. We were talking about our diabetic condition. We were oh. talking about uh, <laughs> every. I mean, we have we have you know we we just ran the gamut from soup to nuts. It is it great. is it Hicks Fest? Just say so if it is. I think it is. I don't think it is. Oh, Pips. No, I'm just it's got to be Pips. Pips. But there's something in there like kryptonite that's you know stopping him, and that's the mystery right now. You got to figure it out. Hicks could be the one because with his homophobia and his hatred of gay people. Oh, please. I, I live with many gay people. It doesn't help. Oh. Yeah, some it's of my best great. friends are black. I mean, come on. Stop that excuse that all your friends are gay. That's true. I'm only friends with gay people. Did Blower just call himself a racist? Yeah. Okay. We all knew that. I, I, I a love everybody. I am full of the love. But Hicks, with your homophobia, talking about jizz and penis every day. True. It's just... That, it's, that would mean I'm accepting of the gay lifestyle. I think, no, I think that you're just like a a closeted gay, and you can't accept your <laughs> tendencies. So you if hate I was yourself. gay, you'd fucking know it. And this fictional girlfriend of yours, this George Glass girlfriend of yours, okay. I don't know. Great blowhard. I don't know. I just think that there might be some tendencies because you're constantly bringing up cocks and, mm -hmm. and butt-fucking. And, you know, even when you listen to Dave's show, most of it's about dick. I know. You're fucking I talking know this. crazy you know, bullshit. That's the craziest sports show I've ever heard. You're talking crazy yes, bullshit, blowhard. You fucking crazy old and bastards. And shitties and jizzies. Fuck yourself. All right, come on. That's not radio. You can take a fucking cock and fuck yourself. All right, come on. here on the Davey Mac Sports Show. I'm Pepper Hicks. You can kiss my fucking ass, Blowhard. You know the fuck you're talking about. 
this is getting away from. This is why Fez doesn't talk. It's not about Fez. This is why Fez doesn't talk. I just like to bust my fucking balls because you don't know shit, old man. Standing up. Go straight to fucking hell. All right, now Fez is talking. All right, you're losing your mind. You're losing your mind. I thought you were about fucking Fez. This is about Fez. Fuck you. He's got a gun. You shut the fuck up, Shelby. Like fucking said that. Everybody shut the fuck out. I just had to shut him down. X. This isn't Davy Max crazy time. No, Sit it, the fuck up. No, you're, 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 no you're talking lunatic. No one can get a word in ed edgewise. Well, this isn't radio. It's insanity. Because you can't have one calling up to fucking purposely bust my fucking balls. You should just talk just, crazy it, this shit. This was about Fez, and because you took that away from Fez again, and this is why he wants to do the wire. Then fucking do the wire, but fucking don't just call. Just You'll have to go out for sandwiches during the wire. Fine. Who wants what? I'm back and forth on a couple of different things. Okay, well, you know. There's a watercress there that I don't know whether, I mean, it sounds delicious, but I don't know whether it's going to be filling enough. Definitely not. Get like 10. Uh, Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. God, I don't think the problem is you, Hicks, or Pips, because it started in D.C. Who is with you guys now that was with you in D.C.? Oh, God. Um, it's me. It's not you. It is me. Oh, shit. It's me. Uh -oh. It's Ronnie B's fault. Billy in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Well, that was my thunder, but number one, Hicks sounds sexy when he's angry. I like that. That's fucking <laughs> but, sick. But Ronnie B, huh? I'm, I'm thinking Fezzy don't know how to handle you anymore. I, you, you yell at him when he when he tries to get in, and then when he don't get in. Wait, I yell at Hicks when he tries to get in, I yell at Shelby when he tries to get in. That's my I thing. I, I tell Shelby he's a fucking lunatic, and I pull out good stories and I go, look what Shelby did good, and they're they're just the ones that he didn't write. <laughs> but he doesn't end up holding on to the fucking table real hard and worrying about it. He doesn't give a shit. I just say it till I get home. <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> Jerking off and crying. I'm fucked up. So fucking bad. God damn it. Give a fuck. I guess we'll do the wire stories. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B, million bucks. Hey. Um, it's really no surprise that uh, the Millers is bringing in such big money. If you remember in 2006, there was another movie featuring Jennifer Aniston called The Breakup. And in, and in those uh, commercials, you uh, saw her do that famous uh, walk from the shower to her bedroom. It, the, but they the actually like almost pixeled it. Like they fuzzed it out. Yeah. <laughs> like she had a very fuzzy <laughs> vagina and a very fuzzy ass crack. Look, it's Asian the porn. total... The total gross for that movie, for the breakup of Vince Vaughn movie, was $118 million. So, I mean, America loves uh, Jennifer Aniston. She's America's sweetheart. She's Rachel. That, that, bottom line, that's where, that's where you're getting the money. I wonder they if adore she, her. I wonder if she's just completely against herself doing nudity in a movie or just waiting for that really super big full frontal payday. She was almost nude in the undercover bosses, too, like in a yeah. window. So. And it keeps us wanting more. It's a very smart move. I didn't know she was America's sweetheart. I oh, thought yeah. everyone thought she was annoying. No. She is beloved. I like Jennifer Aniston, but, but Rachel, I just thought, was I am just telling you, for 10 awful. years, because I walk up and down the streets of New York and I walk past newsstands, she's been on the cover of some magazine every day for 10 fucking years. 
And you can't say that about anyone else. And people that were famous before are already gone, like the Gwyneth Paltrow's or whoever. They were all around the same time as Jennifer Anderson. They disappear. The Michelle Gellers, the the Love Hewitts, they all come and go. Jennifer Anderson stays. Do you think part of that is the Brad Pitt thing, like the dating Absolutely. the hot guy? It's uh, it's the smartest thing you can do, is date the date the other famous person and then break up with the other famous person and then start to date another famous person, break up with that famous person. That will keep you in the news. Yeah. I don't know whether she's nailed any of these guys <laughs> that she's supposedly with, or or maybe they just go, hey, our publicists would think it'd be a great idea if we go to dinner. And then take a Mexican vacation and let people take pictures of us from two blocks away. Smart move. I don't know. Then you can write it all off, too. This is the smartest thing you do is write stuff off. It's it's <laughs> the way to keep the IRS off your ass. Just, <laughs> just say that everything you do is a business expense. Perfect. Yeah. I did this dinner, but it was for business. So please leave me alone and don't come back and ask me for seven years worth of stuff. But my accountant said, uh, Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, questions that uh, I wanted to ask you or ask Fez, either one, but primarily for Fez. So, you know, to me, and, and no BS, um, I, I think Ron Bennington is the greatest radio personality I've ever heard in my life. So, Just with all due respect, get off that, my back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way up there, way up there was a guy that you used to compete with a little bit uh, and you know a long time ago was Neil Rogers. So Neil Rogers was was openly gay. Right. And and in a time when that wasn't nearly as acceptable as it is today. And I'm just curious is as Fez ever, you know, looked at him as an sort of role model. Well, you know, he he was real open about it. Did, did, does Fez think about it? they were in the same market in in a lot of ways? Well, here, uh, I, I will tell you, we never competed against Neil because we weren't on it at the same time. And then one time we actually worked at the same station. And Neil, the uh, because Neil accepted himself uh, and didn't give a shit what anybody thought of his lifestyle. But yeah, he was out like in the 80s. And he'd actually been busted for... You know, whatever fucking happens in the newspaper when they do a sweep or what, you know, <laughs> one of those things. And gave fuck zero about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. basically was saying, like, if any of us got arrested for dating at the time, <laughs> you know? I mean, literally, he was caught up in one of those fucking sweep things. Ran him up. Yeah, in a theater, right? Like, in the back of a yeah, theater. Yeah, whatever. Or... You know, who hasn't been with their girlfriend in the back of a theater? But when guys did it, it was, you know, it was bustable. Uh, he didn't give a shit zero about it. He just fucking kept going. And his crowd wasn't necessarily pro-gay. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm sure he changed tons of mind. Because yeah, I mean, they're like, here's a gay guy who's funny and fucking crazy and, you know, interesting. I think to me, that's why maybe I grew up with a mindset that was a lot more open. Was it because of a guy like that? Because, yeah. I mean, his his audience was... You know, young guys, eighteen to twenty-five. You know that that was his market. That's where he was. He was killing it, much like you were. You know, at the same time. I mean, fuck yeah, dominating. You know? But yeah. here was a, here's another funny thing about Neil. He was like anti-Fez in another way, where he was very quiet and soft-spoken off of there. But he'd be one of those old school. 
you know, like AM radio guys would be battling on the air and, you know, contrarian and fucking with people. And then off the air, he could not be any sweeter. You know, he off the air, he'd be like, hey, let me know if I can do anything for you. You're a great kid. And then on, then he would go right in, go on the air and go like this. You know, I can't keep Bennington off my ass. He's just <laughs> always asking for shit. You know what I mean? Like, you could just never fucking trust him at all. But that, to me, is always like the really great radio guys that could really uh, turn it on. Um Neil also told me, to me, one of the most interesting things. He told me that in Italy, you're not gay unless you do anal. <laughs> so he would take Italian vacations all the time and more or less meet, you know, straight guys. Because yeah. he had some cash to throw around. Nice. He was living large. Uh, Neil was great, man. Neil was great. What did, uh, Fez, what did you, did you ever think about him as a role model anyway? Well, looking back at it, you know, I always appreciated the fact that he didn't give a fuck. You know, once I figured out what was going on with me, at the time, I didn't know, you know, I didn't realize that I was gay, and Neil used to yell that I was a fake gay. <laughs> you were a fake gay. Yeah. Then. So looking back on it, yeah, but not at the time. Well, anyway, it'd be great to see you just kind of step out, pick up that mantra, and, and you know, different personality, clearly, but but that is not... I just, the I the other know, funny thing about Neil know. is that he would always yell at gays to butch up. Like, he oh, would have been totally. up yeah. Fez's ass for crying on the air. I mean, he would have fucking ripped Fez for... Well, the other thing that's interesting, Ron, is remember he used the F word... And, and and called people queens and and, that, and that, you know I don't know if it was as politically incorrect at the time I mean society's evolved but he called people the f word all the time. By this you know? he means fag, not fuck. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it was regular radio. You can say fuck, but yeah, he didn't get you know. And I mean, he dominated in Miami for many years and any fucking day part, just dominated. All right, thanks, man. Uh, John in Pompano Beach. Hey, I gotta echo that guy. Uh, yeah, Neil Rogers was fantastic in South Florida, and and I remember when when y'all were working with him, and you know he would bust balls back and forth. That was just great, great stuff. Yeah, he was and, great. He also that, uh, was the guy who smoked cigars the whole time we were on the air. Oh, I mean, we awesome. stunk up those fucking studios. <laughs> that and. Um, the free cigars just rained into that place. And you would just sit around and I'll be like, I'll tell you this. <laughs> just fucking smoking cigars, having a great time. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You would also have loved him because he was at the track every afternoon. Oh, shit. Yeah, he, he was a real uh, South Florida fucking mainstay. Like a real character. You know? Bust the balls of uh, every sports team down there. Really, really great. Um, do we got a break again? I should probably catch up. We'll break. Right back, Run Fest. You're enjoying the Run and Fest show on Sirius XM's Opie and Anthony channel. More in moments. Yeah. She comes now. Uh, you know her. Why don't you look at 
Artist of the day, Chris Stanley brings us Blondie. Yeah, that's for you, Bullhard, you fucking old asshole. That's not the way to talk. Well, he talks meanly about me, so I'm going to talk meanly about him. Is that even a term, meanly? <laughs> Tit for tat, that's what I say. Tit for taters is what you really should say. I'll show you my tit if you give me some taters. Let's go with those fucking potatoes. <laughs> Shall we enjoy some watermelon over there? Delicious. Let's see how fast you can eat a piece of watermelon. <laughs> go. I got a timer. One, two. You're not a big eater, are you? No, not really. Why? Make you nervous? Do you worry not. girls won't like you anymore? have to keep my figure if I want to get ahead in the world. <laughs> to climb that corporate Someone ladder. Someone said that, yeah, that uh, Rob Cross was fucking around with him. I don't know if it was true or not. Whoa, Cross, really, huh? Do you want some pineapple or you also uh, make you throw up? I'm fine. It's fruit day on the Ron Fez show. No offense, Fez. Tropical fruit. We need some papaya. Fez, you sound like HTG now. <laughs> Let's go to character. Let's go to Grace Papaya, get some papaya juice. Why you got to bring up the juice? Juice, like the liquid. Uh, the NFL has made a deal, and they're going to throw $760 million to uh, the, I guess, players' union to help work on the old guy's brain um, pants. The massive concussion lawsuit. Here's a quick $760 million. They could give up more to help these poor old bastards. With fucking, you probably give some of these guys some cotton candy and a fucking Mad magazine. Let them go wandering off on their own. Poor it's, pricks. It's too late for sale. Awful. Well, next, what do you want? You want to see a fucking game with no tackling? No, I, I, I want to see a game with tackling. But just the way that it's taken the NFL this long to fucking give them anything. Well, they're not being generous. The reason they're giving them this money is so that they don't have to go through the process of turning over documents, and who knows what that'll all prove. I wonder what it says in those documents. Basically, the NFL is the fucking Third Reich, is what the things would say. What? <laughs> you know, everyone acts like they hate the NFL, and then they watch it. Oh, they yeah, hate, like they hate the NCAA, <laughs> and then they watch the shit out of it. I don't watch the shit out of NCAA. Screw that. Well, watch You're that not going to spend your Saturdays watching college football? <sighs> I mean, I watched that first half of the fucking first A&M game. I never miss a Columbia <laughs> game. I mean, they're here in New York City, and... Rah, rah. Yeah, it's easy to get fucking seats. She just ran right up to the Bronx. It's fun. And we are going to beat Brown this year. You could get in on the Rutgers action. That's not too far. That's in Hoboken? No. Well, <laughs> everything's just a little bit further than Hoboken. I don't like to go past Hoboken because I smelled something, and it made me turn around and come back. But if you go out to Rutgers, that's where they have all those food trucks that people get very excited about. Oh, yeah. Food trucks. That's delicious. Because they put all the side Diesel. things onto the sandwich, like mm. the onion rings and the fries. Right. It's too hard to eat it next to the sandwich. Or to put it on <laughs> yourself. Just yeah. I want it all in one place. I think Burger King or somebody is doing one of those. Burger put, King. Put the fries on your sandwich. It's, they... they it's. I think it's a place in Pittsburgh called Primani Brothers. Yeah, I've been it's there. Famous, and act like they reinvented the wheel. You just <laughs> p 
put them on the sandwich. Well, you know why they said the Manning Brothers said they did it is because truckers used to come in and they couldn't want to eat a sandwich and do fries, so they put the fries on it as if it was Einstein. I've got a great idea. Yeah, I think that, that that's how the truck the trucks out at Rutgers started doing it too, because you had to carry. You know, you couldn't sit down and eat it, so you needed everything. Want to have some fucking tables and chairs? Well, with See, a that's my a restaurant. There's nothing easier than just eating fries. You're not even having to look at that. But you don't have the. You you've got to have fries and then a sandwich. So now you've got wait, wait, two wait. things. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the guy who doesn't want anyone to send or even receive a text just said it's okay to have it be less easy. <laughs> I didn't say it was okay. I said it was reach easy. for multiple things. Don't catch him in a contradiction. <laughs> okay, He'll I'm take sorry. the next three days off. <laughs> You're doing good, Fez. No, no. Fries no, are I'm easy. Sorry, I'm sorry. Fries are easy. easy. See, I'm sorry. Fries are easy. <laughs> now you got they him up- are. Now you got him upset. Oh, yeah. What part? Okay, it feels like you can't, does it feel like you can't open your mouth? Is it, is it my Sometimes, fault? Sometimes, yeah. Is it my fault? Because I didn't say it was okay to. I said <laughs> it's simple to. It, here's why if you not. were going to legalize a food, fries would be the one to do it. You if you only fries had fries. Alone. Yeah. And, and by the way, food is legal. But the point is, you've got fries and a sandwich. Now you've got two different places. They want to eat fast and keep going. Here's what happens in your car. Unless you got a nice, really easy set, unless you got like a little table set up, which some people do, you know, your fries could fall over. And then when your fries start to slide out of the holster to the seat, you he know does. you're going to panic and go diving for them. You know, he does, you know he doesn't understand. Why are you doing that? You know, you, what do you mean get so, another bag? You can't, you can't go back. I said they're in a bag. Oh, what if the bag knocks over and spill? What if you take a turn a little hard? And what if they fall spill? off the sandwich? No, it's you all got the your hand same around. thing. You got, you, got, you got a grip on that. You know that it's easier to eat all the food together. That's why they <laughs> did it. This is why these places did it. The point being, now, finally, after all these years, Burger King is catching on. I'm going to start a steak and mashed potato sandwich company. Now, you see my problem with Pum- Pumani Brothers, right? Look what, how they cut the bread. So it's, it's less fucking of the heart outside, and you're getting more white bread. It's odd. It's no crust. It's uncrusty. And depending on how crusty that crust is, it could stab you in the fucking mouth. No, it's the same way that... Uh, what if someone did that? And then what if you hit a stop and then the crust came out? Wait, look, I had a good argument about the fries. I know, but... <laughs> He needs now a win right talk. now. <laughs> he needs a win. All right. Anyway, all this came from the fact about the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> it ends up with two girls yelling at each other over fries. <laughs> how did that connect, even? <laughs> no idea how that connected. Uh, but the NFL is throwing out $760 million. That's still not enough for you, Hicks? No, it's not enough. Give each one of these guys a fucking cool fucking two million. I'm surprised that they settled on this. There was 4,500 players involved in this with that many people with concussion symptoms. You it's think the they weakest, could have gotten more. It's the weakest union of any sport. Oh, They're terrible. Here's uh, Brett. You're on the Run of Fez show. He's dead. Oh, God. Hell, it wasn't from concussions. No, he's actually, he, he 
He's eating fajitas in his car. He had like a full skillet. Oh my oh, god. Oh, that no, skillet no, could fall. Huge. It's fucking skillet. What if the skillet was hot and you put it on a baby's lap? <laughs> baby's gonna be fucking burnt up. I just thought if a fry went in a baby's eye. Oh, oh God! How greasy is the fry? Bob Greasy. What if it went in the Bob Greasy? <laughs> He's got a lawsuit. They ought to outlaw every. That's the one food that should be made legal. Is the fry? They need to make the fajita more portable. They need to be able to make a portable hot skillet. Normally, I'll either have a steak and a baked potato when I'm driving. <laughs> Loaded or, or a bowl of cereal. What a nice glass of mashed potatoes. Fondue is a fucking favorite car treat of mine. <laughs> it is nice because you can hook it right in your cigarette lighter and just sit there. <laughs> well, if you could dip your fries in ketchup, why can't you have fondue? Back to fries again. You know that's going to get him. I, I made mozzarella sticks into your marinara sauce. The blooming onion should never be happening. All right, I'm going to be the last one to say it. Let us rep. Okay? <laughs> That's what started all this. Sorry. I, 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 I'm I sorry about the lettuce wrap. Uh, we, got, we put up... Is, today is David Letterman's 20-year anniversary on CBS. Um, Bill Murray is back with him. That was his not only original guest on CBS, but his original NBC guest going back 30-some uh, years. And up on the iBang, uh, we put up uh, Letterman messing with people because he was the original guy to go out and do the, uh, well, the original guy of modern times to do this. But if you see, no one ever gives him credit for this. I've done it a million times, but it hasn't been picked up. I'm going to do it again. David Letterman changed television comedy more than anyone in history. David Letterman now has been copied by Many, many morning shows. His cadence, his delivery, his sense of irony. Every weatherman in the country is doing David Letterman. And ESPN, SportsCenter, and beyond has copied David Letterman. No one did the ironic, oh, what a big show we have here. And remember, we're giving out a canned ham and a box of Pampers. You know, yeah. that thing has been like... Of making fun of your own show did not exist before David Letterman. I'll tell you something else about David Letterman. Before David Letterman, comedy was the little guy making fun of his boss. After David Letterman, it became, let's make the interns sit in their own shit. <laughs> David Letterman started that stuff with Harry Bud Melman. Yeah. And it got picked up on everywhere of... Hey, I'm the mean boss. Isn't that funny? No one did that before David Letterman. He, because he's hung around long enough, people are used to him and no longer give him the credit that he actually deserves. And, you know, because, I don't know, I guess top ten list is a million years old now. But it's, uh, there's no one else who's put their stamp on that. And I don't know if you could look at anybody else, you know, because like monkey cam and all that kind of stuff. Everybody goes out and does that. After David Letterman, I guess you have to say John Stewart, of uh, what he's done with his show. But I don't know whether people are going to be looking at you know Jay Leno things to copy in the future. But Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon are both doing their version 
of the Letterman show. No longer the Tonight Show version of it. So some of these stuff got put up today. Sent in by a listener. i got to find his name here. It's up here somewhere. Oh, we put it up on the, on the thing? Uh, Dave and Rupert Lee. Wait, let me find it. There we go. Oh, Stuart Smith. Stu, good job, buddy. Very, very strong. Hope he's calm so down. So that's up on the iBank. There's always a Letterman household in my, uh, in my, my the Stanley apartment. You were a Letterman gang. Yeah. Only cared about Letterman. That's it. Only thing we would watch. You know, one time I'm in New York in the 80s. I'm just broke dick. Didn't have any money. And we're walking down the street. And the guy says, uh, in front of CBS Black Rock, which would have been right up here on 6th Avenue. Uh, do you want to watch these TV pilots? And then you sit and judge them, and we give you like a tchotchke at the end of it. So we're like, yeah, we'll kill an hour just because it was free. In our group was Larry Bud Melman. He also decided, yeah, I would like the free pen. <laughs> just, I'll just hang out. And he rode up in the elevator with us and sat and took the quiz of, I like this. And it, they used to give you this thing that you would have like. Two triggers in your hand. One, I'm really liking what I'm watching. Two, I'm not liking this person as much. Uh-huh. And he was sitting and doing it. And to me, he was a TV star. Yeah. You know? He's on Letterman. It's on late night. You know, I know he was the stalker patty of Letterman, <laughs> but still he's on there. It was great to me. And it was just nuts that he would just do the same thing. Uh, Gary, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, I just want to say, man, great uh Great comments on Letterman. I'd never really thought about what exactly he brought to the table. I'd really like for you to get your own show along with Pepper and maybe uh, get rid of Fezzi. See, you know, at first I thought you were on to something, but without Fez, we wouldn't have had that legalized French fry thing. And we're going to do that. What about potato chips? Now you're mocking him, aren't you? No, I'm not mocking anyone. I guess he's not anyone now. He's not a person. Wait, no, he doesn't turn you know, my words against me. me. Well, I'm not going to turn your words for you. I'm not going to take your words and help you feel better about hey, yourself. Who are you texting now, Shelby? You got a girlfriend? What the fuck is going on, what man? What could be more fucking important than radio? I'm talking fucking Letterman here. I know. I wish your tits were in my mouth, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do have two balls. Uh-huh. Jimmy Fallon seems like he's actually doing like the really nice guy routine to me. Like he's never negative on like anything he does. He's not a negative person, though. Do you think? No, it's which is kind of weird because they all kind of now do the joking around, which is you know this. How do you think? How, how do you think he's going to do at eleven thirty? I think he'll do pretty good. I mean, not as good as Leno, I think. But I mean, they got to give him a chance, really. To, do they? I mean, they won't. I think uh, mainstream America is going to love him, but I also think it'll kill off what's made everybody else like him up until now. I don't think they're going to let him sit and do like play parlor games though at eleven thirty. Are they? No, I think I think he's going to have to change his show, and I think it's not going to be as much fun for the people who like him now. But you know, what are you going to do? I also think that with let I mean Letterman I don't really watch so much now. Um, I, I always watched him when I was younger, but I think this uh, Bill Murray tradition is the nicest tradition that we have in television. That they you know keep coming back to it. 
What do you mean, the Bill Murray tradition? The David Letterman, Bill Murray, that he, that they celebrate their sort of moments together. and You don't see this guy? No, I think it's wonderful. Here's another prediction, I think. The Roots are going to scare middle America. Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to try to think of how do we make Questlove look less scary. Yeah, they can't keep up the hip thing. There's, there's no way. Hip doesn't work for mainstream America, that so means, they'd have to change it. That means losing the fro. That would be number one, I would think. If they were they having that fucking thought, they're like, you guys. And it. maybe a white girl in the band. You guys are going to have to take the sunglasses off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking heartbreaking if they fucking made them more respectable, let's say. He's the, just all sad, drumming with his short hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's just playing with Barry Manilow now. They're gonna have to lose the we do what we feel like doing and be more of a format and you know more of well we've done three musical guests already this month you know. Don't you oh think yeah, Jimmy they'll put the musical guest on at eleven thirty-four, and you know right now he'll bring them out first. They'll mm -hmm. sing with him. He sings with them. I'm sorry, you've just had too many musical guests on, and, and America's not ready for this one. But I never would have thought that he would have been the guy they talked about, not, America talked about, not Craig Ferguson. You know what I mean? Because Craig is a really funny guy. And he was beating up, I think, on Conan a little bit there towards the end. And then Fallon came on, and he started stomping Fallon, and then all of a sudden people just fell in love with Fallon. I like Craig Ferguson a lot. Yeah, his interviews, it doesn't seem like... They're doing this. So I, he went on vacation in Mexico recently. They're, they're not uh, free interviews. Yeah. I understand. Um, I understand you got a new flower pot. What's that's all about? Uh, someone told me. Um, you mean the producer? Yeah. Kids. Someone told me that your dad was a plumber in uh, Arkansas. What's that all about? What's really embarrassing is if you ever put on, and you wouldn't, but if you ever put on Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy. I do. I watch them both. <laughs> you would see that the little boring interviews they do with the contestants sound so much like the late night interviews with celebrities. It's just less interesting answers, but it's still that just banteriness. Uh, Stuart Smith also sent us a thing about how bad that new Fort Fox One sports station is doing. The one with uh, Regis. Oh no! Doesn't everything suck though at the beginning? But see, the thing is, how people don't want to give it a chance. Really? To get what good. about Young Love then, Shelby? Is that <laughs> is that so fucking terrible? Oh, it sucks already. Oh god, you're just throwing it like a penis in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, like like I'm looking at dick. <laughs> it sucks and it licks, and it fingers, and then finally fucks, but just for a second or two. That's Young Love. That's beautiful. Like I say to kids, why don't you start with anal? A lot of them do now. Yeah, well, it's catching on. You're welcome, America. <laughs> if I can call you America. I don't know how that's less intimate. It's the anal revolution. <laughs> or anal-lution. <laughs> There's an anal-lution going on out there. Why do you think it's, do you think it's so awful? It's all gays can do. No, I don't think it's so awful. I just think it's strange oh. that young people think that that helped them to save their uh, their V card. Like somehow well, you're still pure. You don't have an ass baby. That's what the thing is. Well, that would make um, all gay men virgins then for life. Well, they are virgins in their vaginas. <laughs> they don't have vaginas. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If they did, they'd be fucking like crazy in them. So confused. <laughs> 
But the the, the <clears throat> point is that would make straight men all virgins too. No, because no, they've had sex with a vagina. Why are you going to mock everything he says? Come on. <laughs> that wasn't mocking. It's conversation. You got him open mouth now trying to figure out what to say. <laughs> if I just agree with him, then he won't have to say anything else after that. So that's no fun. True. You're right. Well, geez, you kept talking. You're I right. thought if I agreed with you, you'd stop. <laughs> HTG sitting oh. in this today. Playing the part of Antifes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a big mustache. <laughs> Everything that's the opposite. Everything that's the opposite of Fez. And the anti-Chris is blowhard. Yeah, the anti-Chris is blowhard. It's a crazy, shut-in, homophobic racist. And the anti-Shelby is goodness. <laughs> Just pure Sunshine. good and kindness. Hallmark is probably the anti-him. So those Letterman uh, pieces are up. I got to remember to watch tonight at eleven thirty. Gets a little late for me though these days. <laughs> you can set your DVR. What do you mean by that? You know, like you have a DVR, you can set it to record. I can do that right here from my phone. DVR oh. alert. That's sure. sweet. Got an app. Got an app. Is that an app? Like a phone app for your DVR. Are you a lunatic? Yeah. <laughs> I totally happening. lost my fucking mind. You know what you look like today, seriously? What's what I look like? You look like pot smoking brawny. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. If there was a paper towel that you could smell weed. <laughs> you you actually you got the brawny shirt on. Yeah. Cost me ten bucks. Oh no, don't stop with my last guy at HTJ Melkin. It's very funny. Let it go. Let it go. Get every laugh out of there. I saw Shelby broke character on that too. Um, Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. I don't know if you guys talked about this or not, but you were just you brought up Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw. I know you're a Prince fan, but I you am. saw that he uh, smashed the guitar, um, the Roots guitar. The other night, and um, it was a long time you know, it ago. Seemed pretty unprofessional. I don't know what your thoughts were on it. My thoughts for this is: you take the most valuable guitar in the world, and it becomes even more valuable if Prince smashes it. That's what I believe. <laughs> if I was going to see something in a museum, I'd rather see it if it was smashed by Prince. So, if there was a beautiful paint, painting, I would like it more if it was smashed by Prince. A priceless vase, oh. smashed by Prince, would make me even more interested. He played some secret show like six blocks from the VMAs that went like all night and had CeeLo there and nobody talks about that. But I'd much rather see that than... Than what? Than Miley Cyrus? Twerking and... I don't think fucking Prince will be goddamn twerking any... Well, maybe. Jerking Robin Thicke off with her butt, that's what... So it was going on there. I don't, you know, I, so? I don't have a problem with it. I don't either. I'm just stating facts. Oh, yeah. Well, you're dropping truth bombs, and I fucking am. There's nothing more I admire than that. I like getting the straight news. <laughs> I don't like it covered up with a lot of fucking jokes. Give me just a straight poop, as they say. <laughs> Give me a shit sandwich because I want to take a bite. Oh, I don't, shits, you're going to be eating shit. Why would you but want shit that? Shit represents truth oh, in this okay. case. Okay. 
I was thinking, like, eating yeah. shit, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, but eating truth? <laughs> well, I guess that's good. Yeah, real good. Tell yourself the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know how you just kind of lifted yourself up in a chair? Yeah. If I see someone do that, I want to do it immediately. <laughs> so I'm trying to stop it. But have you ever noticed that? Like, because someone adjusts themselves in a chair. Remains of shit. I go, yeah. I want to fucking yeah. adjust too. Good posture. That's a fucking good, great idea. Let's all adjust now. <laughs> it's almost like a yawn for me. Well, I guess you don't yawn if you see other people yawn. Mm -mm. Nope. I fucking make it a point. Come on. I'm to not gonna what? Do it. To not do it. To not yawn. If you grab your tongue while you start to yawn, it'll automatically stop the yawn. Huh? Where is this fucking little uh, helpful hit from Heloise coming from? But you got to fix your mouth to stop yawning? What the hell is oh, going on? Oh, oh, oh. Oh. I'm not arm. I read that in my lady's home journal. <laughs> I didn't get mine. I better fucking call my super. Someone's stealing my um, LHJ. Well, he's very fucking proud of coming up with that little act of nothing. After I just killed this fucking pot smoking brawny and people laying in the fucking streets laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you. Oh, this is a, it's not so much. You just weren't paying attention. I was. Were you just waiting to pounce on Fez again? No. <laughs> Fez, you're so stupid. People, <laughs> French fries are legal, you cock. <laughs> no, I, or you said something, said not exactly that. That's close, though. Yeah. I never said that. I would never call Fez mean the, things. The old Fez wouldn't have taken that shit. Although he, he snapped at Shelby. Yes. Oh, at least Molly was better than you. That was the thing yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh. Even like hours later, I thought of it. I was like, Fez got him. He got him good. Help yourself. Thanks. It's a classic in fucking Mike's show. His last day tomorrow. Both of them are gone. By the way, you were saying you adjust when other people adjust. I have now picked up thinks. Molly's thinks. I say it all the time now. And as soon as I say it, I realize, I, why am I copying Molly's thanks all over my life? There's no reason for it. Because she's the alpha female. All right, but it's just thanks. Now she's dominating up in BC or wherever the fuck she went. British Columbia. Yeah, she's fucking moving a lot of weed for us. You're going to end up losing your eye with a pen fucking hang out like that. <laughs> All right, I'll just adjust it slightly. No, it looks like you're in a boy band. <laughs> you got a microphone. <laughs> Fez, you come, come up with a comeback yet for HTJ? No. Your nemesis? No, not yet. I'm really vulnerable, don't. I don't like, I can't take it. Don't you understand for the fact that he's unbreakable? Now you know who you are, Mr. Glass. Mm -hmm. I tried to rewatch that the other day. Yeah. Really? Really confusing. I mean, no, not confusing, but confusing the part of you're still beating the simple fact to death after so long. Like, everything that got brought up was in the first couple seconds, mm. and yet it kept going and going and going and going. Like, yeah. there was the swerve water, there was no swerve. The swerve you could, any child could figure out. He's the bad guy. Yeah, I got that <laughs> early on, as soon as he had interest. Oh, so he destroyed that train. Oh. I know, I hate that because I take that train all the time. Really? Yeah. You gotta wait for the Hyperloop. <laughs> it's, com wait. it's coming, man. I, why can't I just take trains until it does come? Because <laughs> it'll be much better and more affordable just to take the Hyperloop. Uh, this up on the wire stories today. 
which is going to be like the new thing. We'll th- in the future, I'm going to send everybody out of the room. It'll just be me and Fess All right. going over the wire stories. All right. It's the wire. Or maybe I could go out of the room. He could do it by himself. Mom's the word. I guarantee you, it'll be exactly 60 seconds <laughs> if he does. Perfect. Uh, but an Oregon man uh, went to jail so he get free health care. Oh, Jesus. Now, people used to do that. used to go in the Army for that. But now you go straight into jail for it. Faster. That's one of the saddest things fucking ever. That's so depressing. I thought you were writing me something. Oh, no. said error. <laughs> <laughs> There's an error with the break. You know what? Let's play your football sp- um, promo again. People love it. Hell yeah. I think it's fucking building shit up. AP, baby. Two future Hall of Famers. Peterson is the tailback. He runs to a first down. He sprints to the far side. And Adrian Peterson is loose. He has scored. Two chances to win. Ray Rice weaving through traffic. Still on his feet. Ray Rice is going in. Touchdown. Eliminator. Hand off Adrian Peterson. Eliminator pool for your chance to win a football signed by NFL MVP Adrian Peterson. The 2012 AP Most Valuable Player is Adrian Peterson. Pigskin pickup. Third and goal. Give it to Ray Rice. Right side. Big hole. Touchdown Ravens. And join the Interrobang Pigskin Pick'em Pool for your shot at winning an autographed football from Super Bowl champion Ray Rice. And that wraps it up. The Baltimore Ravens win Super Bowl 47. Go to theinterrobang.com for all the details. Sign up today. All right, I got my eliminator bet in. Yeah. What, do you, what is it? What did you, you didn't go right. first game. I took first fucking game. You can't. It's too fucking risky, man. The fucking rate. Flacco could still fucking throw it up, despite busting his balls. Well, I'm down as, as Orioles fan. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why don't you fucking pick Flacco in your fantasy team? I don't have a fantasy team. Why I'm not? In a league. You should be in the Renegade League. You know who the, that we're trying to get in the league to? Shelby. Oh. Can I come in? Is there, uh, Can I come in? I know there are openings. I mean, I am terrible at fantasy football. I yeah, you know. are. I make bad Shelby, tra- do you ever play? I assisted on one, like, just dabbled in it a few years ago, but I could jump in on that. That's the gayest thing I ever heard. I assist it. You should someone dra- else's fantasy team. <laughs> Draft Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Round one. <laughs> Don't reach for LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> He's going to have a down year. I don't know if he understands Chip Kelly's offense. I'm just going to end up in a league with just me and like Earl nine (laughs) times. Why don't you take young, thin Peter Brandt with you? (laughs) I'm sure he'd like to moneyball himself. He could be Earl's partner on one of Earl's nine teams. This is is the first job I had anywhere. I'm going to Google who that is, and when I find out, I'm going to come up with such a comeback. It's Moneyball. On, what is none of you guys watch Moneyball? No. Yeah, I saw Moneyball. Of course, it's all the Oscars fucking movies. No. I would never fucking turn off Moneyball if it was on TV. I never saw it. Oh, it's great when he makes fucking Jonah Hill fire you people. Scoffed at me? Come on, you gotta watch Moneyball. It's He's great. disgusted with you. He scoffed. Moneyball. Come on, it's huge. Who doesn't love Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill? 
baseball fucking statistics. This new Jonah Hill movie that was Scorsese is supposed to be great. The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. It was constantly in page six of them shooting and partying. I liked um, Jonah Hill in the End of the World movie. He's good in everything. You can't say enough things about Jonah Hill. He's probably the greatest actor in the history of the planet Earth. <laughs> too much. Okay, I went a little too far. Maybe you can go too far with Jonah Hill. It's too much tuna. <laughs> too much tuna. It's <laughs> a lot of tuna. I'm still waiting to find out whether we're doing that thing or not. So many of the things get put on the back burner here and never come back. But we're supposed to do something with him. Which, you must have a huge back burner. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is the world's biggest back burner. Stuff simmering back there. <laughs> all right, look, and there's there's all sorts of flavors. It's fucking, you know, it's low and slow. <laughs> so we'll put it on the burner. We'll burner this. <laughs> I'll put a pin in it, and then on the burner. <laughs> I can't wait for McConaughey in this Wolf of Wall Street. I don't think there's enough love for McConaughey. He gets He's a lot been of shit. Killing it the last couple years, like it was always this shitty romantic comedies, yeah. and then he had that. Mud, he had killed Joe. He's a crazy motherfucker <laughs> who they try to put into nice, sweet parts. But really, he's a crazy motherfucker. Yeah, I just want him and to be that's crazy. the one we want him to watch. Yeah, I just want him to be fucking crazy. Killer Joe is fucking insane. He was out of his fucking mind in that. It's amazing. And it was basically a documentary, if we're going to be uh, honest about it. <laughs> from just one weekend but of his it, life. They, they want him not for this movie, but for his AIDS movie. Oh yeah, he's the one, the one that he lost the weight for. He looked so fucking scary. Mm. That was fucking bad. It was a hard part for me because in real life I like the ladies. <laughs> I'm more about the JJ than I am the penis. <laughs> <laughs> Look how fucking thin he is there. This is fucking. I haven't seen this movie. Fucking Oscar, motherfucker. Because he's a good actor. He's fucking... He's great to fucking No, you would give Oscars the most weight loss programs. <laughs> and plus, with all this... Look at this. Fucking looks fucking great. As an AIDS patient. Fucking looks he, like somebody's a little more gay than they let on. I am a straight man. How do you look great as an AIDS patient? For the role. For the role is what I'm talking about. It's not usually something you get a compliment on. But AIDS. anybody who's anti-AIDS patient is anti-gay, in my opinion. They, uh, I think I, my favorite was Bernie in the last few years. He's in Bernie. Yeah, he was in Bernie. That's my favorite movie of, of his in the last few years. Yeah, he's done a lot of good ones in the last Did few years. Did he have AIDS in that? No. Not at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> no, I think he had know. AIDS in real life. <laughs> I think that he actually got AIDS and they were just trying to oh. cover it up by putting him in a movie about AIDS. Smart. He's got a good PR team. Oh, Puerto Ricans? No, no, no. Public <laughs> relations. Because I think a good PR team is the Yankees. That's more Dominican. That's not Puerto Rico? <laughs> totally different island. Okay. Say it your way. Every Dominican I ever met was Puerto Rican. <laughs> Who are these people? Uh, this this came up when I... When I <laughs> 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 Matt McConaughey skinny. You're just bringing up skinny dudes. And Jared people? Leto. It's freaking me out. Turn it off. Why did he lose that kind of weight? I think he just wants to be in shape. Okay. He looks, looks great. great. <laughs> Mesh top, Jared. Yeah. And nice color. <laughs> Ashen really works for him. Mesh top is something they can really just stop selling. It's never worked for anyone. Wow. You're being anti-gay again. Yeah, that's Why? That's gay guys wear mesh top. So I can't ever dislike something just because a oh, gay you, guy might wear it? You can if you want to be anti-gay. No, I 
don't have yeah. like everything that a gay person has ever done. I'm the most politically correct person in America, and I'm telling you what you just said was offensive. <laughs> Not offensive. Was anyone here offended? I was. I was. Okay. <laughs> there you have it. You had it with the deep voice gay man. You don't even wear a mesh shirt. <laughs> I'm offended by what I just heard. As a gay man, it's heavily based voice. <laughs> it's disgusting. Look, here's a nice mesh top. That's just a mesh long sleeve shirt, actually. Oh. Mesh, co- mesh tops are perfect. I'm the baritone gay man. <laughs> it's patches. As a baritone gay man, I'd like to say I'm wearing mesh underwear right now, and little pieces of my balls are sticking through the net. Damn. The only problem is when I fart, nothing's there to stop it. It's like farting into a grabbing net. Anywho. The baritone gay. So you gonna order, sir, or <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying as a baritone gay, is there a salad menu or can I get half slices of everything? <laughs> Alright, I was wrong. There's yeah. nothing wrong with mesh and I think everyone should wear mesh to work tomorrow. Okay. This is how we change the world one mind at a time. So it's the only way. It hey, we're done. not playing that on mess tomorrow, are we? No. Saving it? Saving. Save it for a rainy day. Could be sunny too, the day. I think a lot of people are going to yell socialist when they hear this unmasked. I think it's socialist because he's trying not to let us have a free market. How about enlightened? They could yell that too. There is no us unless it's USSR. <laughs> That's the only us I ever see. Hold on, I'm getting. <laughs> Someone's typing a resume. Uh, Dana wants us to do something for her. What is it exactly? Oh, good God. She wants us to give her a recommendation. If she goes, if you want to help your little Dava out, get a hold of her. Uh, I'm her very professional. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> to tweet someone. <laughs> Please give them a letter of recommendation. Please say I was good. Our little Dabba would be perfect for you. Do you need people with no brains inside their heads? Why are you so fucking... I guess Hicks shouldn't write this recommendation. I'll write it. I'll write it. Here's who Hicks doesn't like. People who work for the show or people who listen to the show. (laughs) No, it's a specific... No. Who he does like? Yeah. Dave? (laughs) (laughs) And that's only some of the time. <laughs> some of the time, I think he's going to kill him. And Jared Leto. <laughs> Love Jared Ooh. Leto. Love him in Fight Club. He was in here. When? A couple days ago. Whose show was he doing? I don't know. I saw him like in the hallway with his dumb band. Oh, he has fucking... 30 moon, Seconds to Mars. M- moon Salt 5, I think they're called. <laughs> That'd be a lot better band. Well, well, well. It's our little Dabba. That's fast. Hey, honey. Hey, what's going on? You text us and you said you want a recommendation? Yeah, I, um, sorry, my, my throat's rusted when I last night. Um, I went to my orientation this morning, and I'm hired as an intern, but they're like, we need two letter rec- letters of recommendation. I'm like, what the hell do you need that for? You already hired me. 
right, who's it for? Um, I'll, I'll uh, have to tell you. I don't want to say on the air, but it's an FM radio station based in New York. All right, write it down, Pips. Oh, every Actually, I just—I I already told him, so he knows. Uh, Write it down, Pips. Write it down. Oh, honey, that's a little dangerous, isn't it? What's dangerous? Isn't that the place that has all the shootings? Well, no. <laughs> what well, are you talking see, about? Let me see what their format. Yeah, they do the shootings. Oh no, the that's the—that's the one over, right? <laughs> Slightly yeah, higher. That's okay, over. I'm gonna put this down. Dana is good if you like things stole from your company. <laughs> you want someone who's lazy and bad at work. <laughs> you know, no, right? That I'm really good at like um, screening. Drinking calls. on the job. I'm I'm fun. I have a good personality. I'm going to uh, just suggest what? things like not saying to them, what the hell do you need that for when they ask you for <laughs> yeah, a recommendation? That, that's fucking positive. Here's a little tip. All right, why do you have that special needs person? <laughs> I'm going to send him a photo album of people with Down syndrome as a recommendation. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that last stop. Hey, where's this no, place no. at? Downtown? Yeah, downtown. All the fucking radio stations are downtown now. I wonder if I'm getting guest. I don't know why they're downtown, but... It's cheaper. Cheaper yeah. rent. Is it? No, yeah. that's why. But it's big. It's a really big station. It's huge. It's so... I, I couldn't believe it. I was the happiest girl ever today. They were so nice to me. And oh, good. It was just crazy. And they're like, I hope you're cool with like, us yelling at you sometimes. I'm like, if only you knew where I came from. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've been through everything. My boss cursed at me. <laughs> All right, see, this is making me look bad now. Happy to give her a recommendation now. <laughs> yeah, well, now there's no recommendation. Now, Don't you ask her for one. You'll never be able to work anywhere, anywhere after this fucking thing gets out. <laughs> so what do you want to, do you want to fax it someplace? Is this 1998? Yeah, <laughs> I just, I really want either Ron or Fez's name to sign off on it because... It's like a really prestigious name. No offense, Pepper. You can go to but. hell, lady. Yeah, you know what? You're right about that. <laughs> Why did I ever fucking pass her? I should have just fucking failed her. Hold on. Let me see if I can get my feathered pen here. <laughs> get a wax. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, nice I, the Duke of Radio. Nice big signature. Nice pen, Ron Bennington, and says Wally. All right, and we'll do email. that. We'll actually do that for you. Are you really? Yeah. You're bullshitting me? No, we'll do it up nice for you, all right? Because right, I, I want to frame it and everything. Oh, good. Well, we'll write all kinds of nice stuff. All right, did you tell Pips where it's supposed to go to? Yeah, 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 I will. All right. Thank okay. you, guys. I'm going to come in. You got some cigars on me. Pips, I mean, Pepper, you got it. I got you a nice bottle of uh, bourbon. All right. Well, there you mm, go. Maybe you will get it. Maybe, doesn't it? Maybe we'll get a recommendation. Though. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. I'll see you later. Thank right, you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, there's nothing we could do worse for that fucking station than give a nice recommendation to this young lady. Um, our Trekalove sent this. She doesn't want to say the radio station, but she tweeted and Instagrammed it. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just fucking how dumb. I don't want to say, but you can find out really easily. Hold on, I got to get about to, back to Shrek too about our uh, party that we're having for the kickoff. There's a party? Yeah, big party. Really? Mm -hmm. So you know, can I get in now? Because I mean, come on. I didn't even think you smoked PCP. <laughs> I didn't think you Hernandez, as we say it. Me and Hernandez are fucking tight. 
Yeah, he's fucking addicted to PCP. And apparently everyone he's ever known is a criminal, according to that Rolling Stone article. That's the picture they're painting. And apparently Urban Meyer fucking... Also smoked PCP stopped. with him. He had to, right? Urban Meyer ought to fucking change his name to Oscar. <laughs> fucking lunatic. A rural... <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, this is what Dana wrote about her new things. Oh, Not enough words can describe what I am feeling right now. I am about to start an internship with my favorite radio station, blankety blank blank. <laughs> this semester is going to be amazing. Oh. And then her friends write, "That's amazing, Dana. Congrats. <laughs> Take care, my girl. Are you fucking kidding me? Congrats. That's so sick." <laughs> Welcome to the team, says DJ Ramp Ramp. <laughs> he, he's already uh, listening to me on your radio. Welcome to the team. Now you've got to do the initiation. I'm really stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked to be able to fucking tell you we're going to kick ass this semester. Best fall semester ever. Oh, one more thing. Looks like we're going to be doing rock blocks. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of voice trackings in your future. More rock and less of the chatter. While those fuckers are talking, we're rocking. Got them. Oh, these guys were up here the other day. Who's that? This the one. Oh, that's the one that the kids were fucking outside waiting for and going crazy? Yeah. What are they called? The Wanted. What? Because they wanted. They're little alive. They're a Bon Jovi cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Boy band style. Remember when Dave and uh, Pitsy used to sing I Got It That Way or some shit? Yeah, it was Backstreet Boys, yeah. It was so fucking hideous. It's really weird how much... They, how well they knew that song. Tell me why. And they would do this with the, the finger as if they were getting the other person to be able to go up and down. Jesus Christ. And Fez is worried about being gay? Those two were jizz covered with their own fucking excitement. Uh, Bruce, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, call from up here in Canada. Um I'm a radio guy. I've been uh, one time. Hey, you'll love this. I had two and a half radio shows, but I'm down to only about one now. Okay, them's the breaks. But uh, I just interviewed uh, uh, a couple of guys, a uh, pair of brothers that uh, grew up in a musical family. Yesterday, they're putting out a new album, and uh, I want to send you uh, a link of their music. I think it's sort of like a, along the lines of a discovering. Um, a Mike Zito kind of thing. Cool. And I think you'd fucking love it. It reminds me a bit of uh, Little Feet and th these guys, you know, it's their first album, but they've got so much depth and so much soul. Are they Canadian too? Uh, they are, yep. I and uh, so the, um, you know, they, I guess I guess they take after their dad and, and uh, they're, they're striking out and they're going to be touring out east and they're probably going to be swinging by your area at some point Great. later in the year, maybe in a month or two. All right, send it to me. Send it to Ronafez at AOL.com. 
Will do, Ronnie. All right, I definitely want to hear these guys. Excellent. Okay, I'll, I'll just give you their name now so you can look for it. They're called. They're calling themselves the Brothers Landreth. Okay. Thanks, man. Peace. Bye bye. All right, next big thing. Landreth Brothers. Brothers Landreth. I preferred Landreth Brothers. Do you got uh, Let It Lie? That's their song. Yeah, let me grab it. Yeah, grab that shit. Let's jump all over it. If this is going to be the next big thing, I want in. I was on the road with Ryan in a band called Imaginary Cities. And so we wanted to bring in a drummer. It was an obvious choice that we would bring in Ryan Voth, who we've worked with forever in so many different permutations of Winnipeg Let's bands. get to the rock, boys. I didn't come to it with a lot of expectations, and I wasn't sure what was we got to find the song itself. Just more talk to anything. Well, I'll wait until I get the music sent to me. Yeah, that was weird. I think it's the promo for the. I thought, I thought it was better than most bands. <laughs> All right, we got a break here, and then uh, we get back. Shelby wants to take the stick. Oh shit! This kid's hitting it. Rip it and rip it. You got another box? It's a box for your socks. Wow, Fezzy, when's the last time you had a box? Uh, last week. What was it? It was the audition tapes of people that didn't get the part. How'd that get over? Not very well. Why? I don't know. Didn't have a good response to it. I had no idea that. Maybe volume two is what's in our future. Let's work that shit. That could definitely be done. There you go. That's the response. All right, when we get back, you're going to be talking about comedy. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Right. All right. Tez Wally. Yeah. This is the the Ron and Tez Show. It's the Ron and Fez show as Chris Stanley salutes Blondie as artist of the day. I hate Blondie more than any other band. Give me Jimmy Buffett over Blondie. No Blondie one hates the band Blondie. Or the person? Both. Okay. Yeah. There are certain people that are both a band and a person, and Blondie is one of those people. Is Prince another? No, Prince is not a band. He had the revolution. Yeah, that's right. He had the power generation. Uh... 
So many people are very excited about the fact that Blondie is the playlist today. Mm, I'm glad. Normally there's nothing but uh, bitchiness. I'm glad Blondie can bring everyone together. <laughs> what the fuck? So uniting. Time to get out the ghost machine. Now, the ONA uh, show is on the on vacation, but the I, I don't know whether you know this or not, Chris, their producers are not. Their producers are forced to come here and sit and wait for ONA to come back. Thought I saw Travis walking around. I wasn't sure. They're all down there. <laughs> and... Which ONA producers do you think said to me that he almost off, drove off the road laughing when Fez said that Batman was a difficult role for an actor to play? Everyone has to write that this down. Okay. See what I mean about the ghost machine? Hold on. I think I got it. Okay. Iraq. Yours. Who? Iraq. You're oh. an asshole. Whoa. I love <laughs> when, when he wrote down, I was trying to see if he had the balls nope. to fucking say out loud. Fezzy? <clears throat> Sam. HTG. Sam. There's two Iraqs and two Sams. Which side feels like they're better about themselves? I feel strong. I feel very strong. Would anybody like to switch? Nope. Give me E-Rock all day. Seems Put my like money on E-Rock. More the comic book guy. True. But who would like to laugh at Fess <laughs> for being stupid? Sam. Now, for everyone who doesn't know, Sam was the original Chris Stanley, where he would do a show with Dave. Um, I'm, I'm the original me. What the, what the, the crazy statement? Well, before there was a you, there was a Sam and Dave. The Sam and Dave show. True, and the Sam and Dave show, yes. Yeah. And then Sam took his name down, and you refused to put yours up. I'm a man of mystery. Yeah, you are. The answer? Yeah. Easily is Sam. Sam. I really thought Who it was... Who loves e uncomfortability. I really thought it was E-Rock. I think E-Rock would probably agree with me. I think E-Rock would agree with me, too. The baritone gay guy. Friend of his. <laughs> You the lost again. really fits the um, facial you, hair sitch. You lost again. Sitch. That's something I'm used to hearing. <laughs> it's <laughs> like a, it's just it's the fucking status quo. All right, seven comedians ready to blow up, y'all, and also up on the iBank today. The Letterman uh, messing with people thing. Twenty years on CBS, which is crazy cats. But um, these comedians ready to blow up. Uh, this is all yours. These are guys that you've seen before and you know they're going to be giant stars. Yeah, these guys, definitely some of them are going to be unmask worthy at least in a couple of years. And are definitely blowing up right now. So you're saying one of these is going to be the new, we'll say Amy Schumer. Absolutely. Who are the who are the people that just blew up within like let's say the last year and two years? 
Amy Schumer, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll's gigantic now, huh? Yeah. Aziz, he's huge. I think Aziz has a book coming out. He got yeah. like a three million advance on it. Nice. Shit. But these comedians, uh, some of them are, you know, all connected to those people that are blowing up recently. The first being Joe Mandy, who he moved to New York. He just started doing stand-up, working as much as he could. He got, like, kind of connected with Aziz. And he, when he went on his big first tour around the country after he started blowing up, Joe Mandy went along with him. And now he's along with Aziz writing for Parks and Recreation. I would call that show PNR if I wrote for it. We could start doing that, if that's a good idea. But he's... I saw him and another guy on this list, actually, a couple months ago at a taping for John Oliver's stand-up show, and he just crushed. You should put John Oliver down as the next person to blow up. <laughs> I think he's already... <laughs> he's already blown Killing it. All right, who else you got? Chelsea Peretti. You may know her. She was in the first episode of Louie when he went on that really awkward date and then jumped into the helicopter. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah, I do dig her. She's, uh, you know, getting a lot of these people get their start by writing on shows uh, that are really popular and getting connected with the comedians. And they say, I'm going to branch out on my own, which is what she did. She was writing for Parks and Recreation, Portlandia, but she said, I'm going to go move to L.A. and start trying to get into acting and hone my stand-up even more. And now she's got a supporting role on the new Andy Samberg show coming out called Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can absolutely see her getting her own show in a couple of years. Uh, what's your name again? Chelsea Peretti. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a fan. All right, who else? James Adomian, he's been around for a while, but he's just like this crazy, he can do like anything, just riff on anything. He has these weird impressions of really famous people, but then he'll go just really obscure, like these small market radio guys that like only half the country knows about, but he'll just like nail them and be able to just riff on them. And something he's done, he's kind of gotten known through like the podcast world he goes on different people's podcasts and is able to just riff um doing all his little characters and he's an out gay guy which like he's a lot of people kind of look up to him because he does not fit the stereotypical gay role and like fest so absolutely <laughs> all right let me hear some of his stuff i want to hear his characters one of politeness and, and duty minus one of lies founded on the Illuminati system of government. <laughs> That's already funny. I don't support this way of life. What would make you think that I support it? I'm here as an ambassador of truth. That's the truth. It comes out in body language. Like you grabbing your knee right there. <laughs> That means that you know what happened to JFK Jr. <laughs> because there's an exactly identical weather system right now. Rolling across Long Island as the weather system. 
the downed JFK Jr.'s airplane with the aid of CIA and NSA serpent missiles. Why are you laughing, sir? You haven't seen surface missiles in combat face-to-face -face like I have. I'm a Navy SEAL and a fighter. I know what you're up to out there. They're snickering like demons from the center of the earth. Do you want to, who is that? Do you want to come up here face to face right now? Do you want to come up face to face? Goliath versus Samson? Because I know the truth. I've been there. I went up to the top rope and tagged in the truth. This is so amazing. This is a fucking amazingly good impression. Tell you the truth is the only thing that I've ever seen. Get up. I can't believe that SNL hasn't grabbed him. I don't think... I, I think he'd be great on SNL, but he's just too crazy for them even just off the wall. I think he should just absolutely get his own show. Does he just go way far with these things, too? I mean, does, does it go a lot further than the normal impression? And they do... Yeah, he does that, and they do things where he's just having a normal conversation with the guy, and, like, you're reacting to it. Like, it's not like he just does a planned bit, and you're able to just riff with him. What other impressions does he do? My favorite one that he does is Tom Likas, the radio guy. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that guy. Like, how they just, like... They just get on him, um, and he just goes, like, deeper and deeper... With it and just gets more crass and they're just like, why do you like this? But he just keeps going and going with it. What the fuck are we here for? Let's take some calls and let's do this right. Not only is James here, I do it old school, you know, like I go for... Ladies and gentlemen. I'm not fat, I just got a big bowl. You know what I'm talking about? It's the time. Tom Likas is here with us. You got it. Let me tell you something, Todd. Tom hey, Likas. Tom, it's Tom. Tom, I'm so glad to have you here. I'm doing great. Can we take some calls? I don't care. I'm and I want to tell you something. <laughs> you may notice a difference between my voice when you hear it on an old broadcast recording. Right? Yeah, your voice does sound a little different. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> Play Fifteen years of hatred. <laughs> <laughs> ripped my vocal cords. <laughs> By the way, I've said it before. I've had my mouth ripped out. Flushed down a toilet full of coffee and whiskey and jammed back into a razor blade bucket and put in my face. That's what I sound like now. This guy's really uh -huh. fucking strong. Alright, who else you got? Rob Delaney. He's a lot of people may know him through Twitter because that's really where he became famous. He was just struggling, barely getting by as a club comic, and Twitter came out and he said, Well, I'm not really getting paid. As a comedian, might just throw this stuff out there for free, see how it goes, and people just started loving his material because he'd just be able to just post any little random thought and joke that came into his head. And he's been able to sell his album using, like, the, I guess, Louis C.K. method that he started by saying, okay, I'll just put this out there. You can download it for $5 as many mm -hmm. times as you want. And a lot of, like, Comedians that have been on TV shows, movies, aren't even famous to do that. But he's amassed like over 800,000 Twitter followers just from nothing. Not even from like starting out on a TV show and then gaining just, traction. Just people just hearing about him and sending the shit out. 
and the, and the, he is getting some money for it because somebody told me that everybody in the club thing is having trouble drawing. Like if if you want to bring people in across the country now, it has to be a name performer. They won't just show up to see you know comedy at Haas. I'd say that, but he's the a lot of people they get famous through like known through Twitter or they have a YouTube channel, but they're not really able to parlay the success off of the internet and actually make some money for it, but he's starting to do that and a lot of people can maybe follow suit instead of just being like the little internet guy that you pass around to your friends and says some real success. He's actually getting his own show. That's going to be starting to film soon. It's produced. Is by it all about Twitter? Is it just like him out. tweeting? I think it's his life. Like he's actually lived like a pretty dark life. He battled like depression and alcoholism. So he's good to see he's doing pretty good now. Yeah, let me hear a little bit of stuff. Um. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ask you guys a question, and I hope a bunch of you say no. Um, have you ever heard of anything called a, a Dirty Sanchez <laughs> or a Donkey Punch? Oh, I wish that you hadn't. It's a terrible thing that I hope people don't really do, but I think they think it's funny, and it isn't. Basically, all these shitty things like that, they, they all start the same way. Basically, your shitty friend Corey is like, uh, uh, so, uh, so you're like banging a chick, right? And then right when you're about to blow your load, you fucking punch her in the head, and then hold on for the ride. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. What did you just say you did to a person, you monster? And he's like, Ugh. I mean, and I'm like, let me, let me translate that for you to fucking earthling. You just fucking said, like, all right, so you're, like, having consensual sex with a nice human woman who let you fold and manipulate your shitty soft penis into her lovely fragrant vagina, and then you struggled not to throw up the four Long Island iced teas that you drank, and then right when you're about to blow your load, having paid no attention to her satisfaction, you hatefully assaulted her, turning it into a rape, and then hold on for the ride. Is that what you just said, you fucking piece of shit? No, the girls are happy. Anybody even ever fucking said that? And I want to offer an antidote to the women of the world. And so I'm going to tell you about a sexual position that I've invented that I want you all to do tonight when you get out of here. It's called the Friendly Sanchez, okay? <laughs> and the way that the Friendly Sanchez works is it kind of starts the same way. Basically, so you're like banging a chick, right? And then right when you're about to blow your load, you fucking dial it back, homeboy. And then mm, hit her with some rhythm and make sure she gets hers two or three times. And then when you're good and ready, you meander to a beautiful crescendo mutual orgasm together. You let one tear roll down your face and you say, baby, I love you so much. That's the friendly Sanchez, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. All right, this is the seven comedians ready to blow up. That was Rob Delaney. Funny stuff. All right, who you got next? Next is Ron Funches. He's he was in Portland, Oregon for a long time, and then he that's moved your hometown, to, right? You know this guy? Big ups. Now I have I don't know him, but he <laughs> you know to, of him? I know of him. He moved to L.A. and just immediately crushed. Just started crushing it. He's 
just looking at him by appearances, you think, okay, a big black guy. I think I know what I'm getting into here. But he's he comes on stage. No, I'm not a racist. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I am. So I just <laughs> no. But he he has this like slow delivery, and it's sort of like just a tad effeminate. But he just like kills when he goes on stage, and he's been opening up for a lot of famous people. He's got a small role on a TV show that's a pilot that's coming out this fall. But he's in the stand-up world. He's gonna be huge. All right, let's check him out. Oh, hello, Mr. Whiteface. I mean you no harm. So please don't come at me. That's a conversation I had with a kitty cat several weeks ago. <laughs> It's also now the slogan for Black History Month. <laughs> I have a cousin that's very sensitive about racism. He called me recently because he was quite upset that he went to a tuba recital where he was one of only three black tuba players. <laughs> And he thought that was racist. <laughs> and I wanted to agree. But then I thought about it. Three black tuba players is a lot of f***ing black tuba players. <laughs> if you see more than five black tuba players, you're watching an outcast video. <laughs> but I too can be sensitive. One day I was running across the street because ICs were on sale. <laughs> For what I thought was a limited time. <laughs> And I got stuck in the median when this car drives by and this guy yells out his window, use the crosswalk, <laughs> N-word. <laughs> I like your reaction to that. I thought it was pretty f***ed up. Pretty racist. But then I also thought about that. And I realized, since he was in a car, I probably just didn't hear the whole conversation. <laughs> and what he was trying to say was, use the crosswalk, nigga, I'm worried about your safety. which is something I've been known to say to my son. <laughs> he just has this like great delivery and demeanor and the whole audience just goes along with like, yeah, we're with you here. And 
He's he doesn't drive friends. them away like you do when you're doing your comedy? No. Okay. That's partly because I bring a knife on the stage, so I well, think I should definitely change that. That opening line that you do, that I'm here to alienate you, <laughs> I also think that that's a problem. Always open with rape, even though my mom says you got to middle with that. you got to middle with Damn it. it. Let them get to know you a little bit, and then bring in the rape joke. Uh, all right, what do we got now? Michael Che is from New York. Chinese? Surprisingly, no. <laughs> Started Weird. comedy only in 2009, and yet he's already a writer for SNL and has been on Letterman. He is just a club comic here in New York, and... He's just like a uh, great profile of him in the New York Times, actually. Like he'll just uh, go to a club and then go all the way across the city to another club, back to that club for like, because he could get another five minutes, and then just like back to the same one for another five minutes. He's just a workhorse. Just his whole demeanor, and I can definitely see him being on Unmasked in a few years, just as fast as he's progressing in his career. He'll probably have his own show, at least big parts in movies. He's Either that or I'll get a cab. Just driving <laughs> back and forth across town all night. Gotta get out there. He's filmed a small part in that uh, Chris Rock film that was filming here and then in the front. So you'll see him in that, as well as, I said, writing for SNL, which is just crazy, considering he just started commenting an open mic in 2009, and he's already... At this point, that's crazy. To already have gotten Letterman within a couple of years—that's insane. That's like fucking nineteen seventies numbers. That's People what like you know David Brenner <laughs> and those guys like when no one was doing it. You know, like Richard Lewis. Those guys were like, you know, I don't understand. I started a year ago and I haven't gotten on Merv Griffin yet. It's really not fair. Like some people work in their like forties and then they get on Letterman, and that's just a big crescendo to their career but. they're like finally i showed them all <laughs> i showed everyone i could do it he just said no nah, i just just started actually <laughs> i don't know we just happen to live around here you know all this makes uh, you know this makes up for how many times we're doing shitty one-nighters on the road yuck yucks i just got five hundred dollars to be on letterman for eight fucking minutes fuck you world <laughs> Well, let's hear a little bit of his stuff. Oh, good music. Oh man, this is uh, this is this is fantastic, man. I'm from New York. I'm from Lower East Side, Manhattan, which is a gentrified neighborhood, and uh. <laughs> If you don't know what gentrified means, it's basically when a bunch of white people move to a messed up neighborhood and then open up cupcake stores everywhere for some reason. I don't know. It's true. And so even in a recession, too, and I know it's a recession because I went to one of those Occupy Wall Street marches because I wanted to see some protesters get tased, and I saw a white lady there holding a sign that said, Damn the police. <laughs> I wanted to rob her on principle, but just to see how committed she was. 
It's cool. I mean, you know, it's uh, New York's cool. I, it's a, it's a it's a very liberal town, you know. And I get I get afraid with liberal audiences because you know liberal audiences are sometimes more conservative than conservative audiences, you know. Because liberal people are only people that get offended on behalf of people that's not even at the show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think I'm I think I'm liberal because I'm poor and I'm black, but I also listen to a lot of gangster rap, which is probably the most conservative thing you could possibly do. I didn't give money to Mitt Romney's campaign, but I did buy Kanye West tickets, and that's similar. I basically just gave somebody money to listen to how irresponsibly he wanted to spend my money. <laughs> I don't know. People keep talking about the recession, you know. It's, it's not that bad, man. We still got shows on TV like The Biggest Loser. <laughs> we got so much food in this country, we got to figure out contests of how not to eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> Messed up countries don't have that. There's no Biggest Loser Ethiopia. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do, I do think the gay marriage, I think that's a big, I think that's a big issue, you know. I'm for gay marriage because I can't think of a good reason to be against it. I heard this one guy on TV, he goes, come on, man, you can't let gay people get married. What's next? People are going to want to marry animals? And I was like, yep. <laughs> hey, man. I eat animals. If you want to marry one, that's your business. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm doing the worst thing to it. <laughs> If I was a goat and you asked me, if you was like, yo, goat, <laughs> would you rather be chopped up in this Jamaican lady stew or marry this strange farmer? <laughs> it wouldn't be the toughest decision I made as a goat. I don't want to be in love anyway, man. I don't, I don't want to be in love. I'm a big fan of like, though. I'll take like over love any day. Notice the difference? Obligation. If I like somebody, I get to like them till I don't like them no more. And then I can stop taking their calls as a way out, as the end of it. If I love somebody, you love them forever, even if you don't like them no more. And there's nothing worse than being in love with somebody you can't stand. <laughs> there's no exit strategy out of love. That's why if you watch the news, you'll see people kill loved ones all the time. Nobody ever kills people they like, though. <laughs> All right, strong stuff. All right, I'm looking up on the iBang here. And people are not 100% with you on some of these. Here's, here's one of the uh, things that came up. Uh, classic Shelb stepping over the quote in Toda by add, adding an extra. Half this list is already blown up. The other half never will. Come on, Shelb. Oh, shit. And then Saspas says, must be behind the times. I've never heard of any of these cum stains. Some fabric stuff, man. Shrekker says, Sean O'Connor. Uh, Cam wants to know if John Mulaney is too big for this li uh, list. I think he... I was thinking about putting him on there, but he's already, like, filmed the pilot for another show, for another network, and then I think Fox, once they... I think NBC passed on his pilot there saying, Oh no, we want we want you to give it a chance here. So he's already pretty huge. Like no writers, like 
usually get on SNL, but they've given him little spots on Weekend Update when he was there. Uh, this guy says Rob Delaney was on a shilling a board game. Yeah, it was ba he actually released a board game based on his tweets that he got so popular. I don't know how well it sold, wow. but... Board game tweets. The last comedian on the list is my favorite one on the list. It's Rory Scovel. All right, we won't have time to play him. I'm only yeah, fucking with that. Actually about to start. Go ahead. He's just he's like great at improv like he comes on uh stage sometimes and he does these like crazy like improv sets just as like a german accent or like a southern accent but not even doing like a character with a name just doing an accent audiences just go with it like he'll just do crowd work as that and he kind of blew up and received some national attention with another comedian named john Doerr. they went on they're doing these like weird things once in a while on Conan. Like one of them, they like did a bit where they said, "Oh, we accidentally booked two comedians, so they at the same time on accident." So then they brought them out and they both performed their sets at the same time, which kind of got some viral hits. But he released uh, one album, and he's actually releasing another only vinyl album that he recorded on Jack White's label, which will be coming out pretty soon, which is pretty cool. He's he has a small uh, uh, role. We really on are going to run out of time. Yeah, he has a small <laughs> role coming out on a TBS show. Plus, if you've never heard him on the Todd Glass show, uh, that's a podcast. He goes on there quite often, and they're one of like the best comedy duos in my mind today. Right. And yeah, you guys ever steal an old person? <laughs> Oh, I guess everyone here has their grandparents. Some of us don't. We've got to replace ours, okay? Here's a tip. Old people in wheelchairs rarely turn around to see who's pushing them. You're at the store. See a wheelchair. <laughs> no one's stopping you. Hey, where are you going with that old person? That's never been said. That's the first time that's been said. Hey, where are you going with those old people? No one's asking that. No one cares. When old people are around, everybody's thought is, hey, put these old people out of here. Come on here. Okay, I'll help. <laughs> Don't say anything. You get out to the parking lot. That's not our car. Get in! <laughs> You're my grandmother now. <laughs> Folks, find the positive. I have seven grandmothers right now. <laughs> How great that is. Seven grandmothers? I love the one grandmother. Her love is so strong. Try seven. I'm leaving in the morning. Make an announcement. Hey, I'll be home at three. Everybody bakes cookies. Everybody. We'll see who did the best. 
Here's one of the finest comedians working <laughs> today. He's been on a podcast. He's got an album coming out. <laughs> and he has a video coming out. And he did comedy in a club. And he, and he was class clown of a high school. Oh, that was Rory Scovel that last time. Oh, okay. And one time he went to the movie and he <clears throat> he hackled the previews and everybody started laughing at it like it was funnier than the movie. One time <laughs> he made his girlfriend laugh when they were in bed together and she fell off his dick. She was laughing so hard. That's funny. So this is all the uh, joke. This uh, that was Shelby's setup. These are all the comedians that you believe are the next big things. These guys are going to be. Rock and HBO specials. See him now, see theaters. Things. Say to everybody, I was following that guy before they got huge. See, but club prices, I like to say. See, a rock star club uh, prices. At one time, he passed <laughs> a tape of his comedy. And then when they get huge, you could say, I used to like them, but not anymore. That was called, the tape was called, <laughs> Suck My Thick Sausage. <laughs> Great album. And every album came with a sausage. That was suckable. <laughs> um... I don't know, Shelb. There's a couple of people said, why no Big J? Why weren't you there for Big J? I think he's been around for quite a while now. Uh, if it would have happened, it would have happened by yeah, now. Pretty much. All right. Oh, shit. That's a call. Another time he did TV special. You, you, there are times that you get very, very quiet, Shelby. Ever since that first day, of, I think when everybody called in and made fun of my voice, I'm a little gun-shy, and i just starting to hear myself <laughs> in my own head. Your fucking voice is great. It's fucking nuts. That's good. This voice is totally different on the Mike Classic and Bosch show. Or yeah, you were young on the Classic and Bosch show. I think I was just trying to meet Boz's fake energy with my own fake energy. Right. Oh, it's real with Boz. <laughs> you know what he said to me last night when I was leaving? What's that? Any plans for the weekend? Oh. He did, didn't he? Yeah. God Any plans for the it. weekend? What do you got planned tonight? <laughs> what do you mean by that? He'll use this. I'm taking interest in your personal life. <laughs> Let you know it's not just our business with Boz. He'll ask me every Monday. How was your weekend? 
Yeah, I mean, your fucking weekend to him would be like a fucking Saul episode actually happening in real life. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, play the big promo that Hicks did one more time. One more time. Two future Hall of Famers. Famers. Peterson is the tailback. He runs to a first down. He starts right. to the far side. Chances to win. Right, right. Weaving through traffic, still on his feet. Red Rice is going in. Touchdown, Red Rice. Handoff, Adrian Peterson, and there he goes inside the twenty. Touchdown. Join the Intero Bang Eliminator Pool for your chance, chance to win a football signed by, by Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, the 2012 AP Most Valuable Player is Adrian Peterson. Pigskin pickup. Thirty goal. Give it to Ray Rice. Right side, big hole. Touchdown. And join the Interrobang Pigskin Pick'em Pool for your shot at winning an autographed football from Super Bowl champion Ray Rice. And that wraps it up. The Baltimore Ravens win Super Bowl 47. Go to theinterrobang.com for all the details. Sign up today. I wonder why none of my class-up shelves made the RV quotes. Oh. He didn't give me a lack. Is there a reason I didn't get a lack from you on that cat picture? I've seen it before. Well, we got to start getting ready about packing up the campsite. Yeah. Getting out of here. That old dusty trail one more time. No, tomorrow is Friday. It is the traditional day taken off in radio. We're not going to do it. We're going to be the only show working. I hope these people are, are grateful. If it works out like this, we're even going to start working on Christmas. <laughs> Good. It's no radio holiday. Uh, radio Shark wants to talk to us. God, Radio Shark. Hey, Shelby, could you say, look, boss, the plane, the plane. It's a 35-year-old joke. Did that hurt, Shelby? Cut deep. Yeah. I said the first cut is the deepest. But I try to get it in even further with the second cut. That's going to be a murder charge. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Chris Stanley. Finally pulling off a playlist that we could all agree is Buffo. I want no congratulations for this playlist. HDG, thanks for stopping by today. Good thanks luck texting. Um, Fez Watley, very strong today. The blowhard call must have worked out. You doing one again tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I will be calling blowhard back again tonight because you felt so good about today. I felt good about the phone call. I felt better today than I did days before. Mm. You felt good about you being on the show today. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what time are you calling him? Usually uh, about nine thirty. And where are the topics going to be? That I don't know yet. Hicks, give them a topic you wanted them to have. Write this down, Fizz. Okay, um, asparagus. And, and uh, really Syria. get into it. Don't Syria. fucking... Means that you're able to talk about anything and also Syria? Yeah, Syria. Give them one, Shelb. Uh, joining a union. You get in on that. It's good, because he actually is a union guy. Uh, HCG, what do you got? Nothing, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing to give them? Yeah. All right, I will just say... Uh, CBGBs in the 70s. Don't just listen, Fez. You got to get involved. 
you got to work this fastest hour. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The point of it is not just let the other person talk and that you nod your head along with it That's or, and looking down. You've got to answer back, talk, become part of it. I'll have to read up on CBGBs and I'll be ready for tonight. That's just the opposite. It isn't about preparing. It's about doing. You never have to prepare for anything. You just have to be involved and in the moment. Preparing means you're going to go back and think about it. No. Are you guys taping these things at all? It might be a podcast. No, we haven't taped them. I think that's a giant mistake. Podcasts are so hot right now. Oh, yeah. Podcasts, they're so hot right now. Bill Scovel was on one. We heard about that. Or whatever his name was. Did you uh, have that information from Pips yet? Um, yes, I do have that. Yeah, I, I, I had to think about what it was. Right. Do you have it for him? I have half the information. Get the other half. Then give him all that information. Um, Alright, that's it for us. Oh, pot smoking brawny made. Brawny B quotes. Good. That's good. High and dry. That's how I like to keep them. Like paper towels. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you took one bet, you beat it into the ground, Pepper. <laughs> Is it going to bug you that HCG would not give you a topic? No, I think I have plenty here. Yeah, but Serious why didn't... Asparagus, I, Union, and CBGBs. But why didn't she give it to you? That's my curiosity. I couldn't think of anything fast enough. Hmm. All right. Got my sweet million ticket. Good. Anyway, Paul O can get in on this today, too. I haven't figured out how to conference call. Are you cutting him out or are you doing back to back calls? Well, Blowhard isn't a big fan of Paul O. He uh, thinks that may be the wrong advice to be listening to. That's why you want to get more than one at the same time. Get some conflict. You know what I mean? Let's, you know, make a show out of it. They say for there ever to be somebody to be in, somebody's got to be out. That's it for us. And that's the end of my show. Donk.